from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to spoil the Dragon Quest XI demo for Nintendo Switch and talk about the weekly news. Monkey Ball figured out a new way to piss me off. Nintendo Main, bagiti baba! Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 186. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, need more demo, Johnson. I'm Jeremy, sensual puff puff, Mikowski. John Diamond in the rough knitter. Finding diamonds. Uh, We are here to bring you our Nintendo show from Nintendo fans like yourself, as we do every week. But let's start it off as we normally do and talk about the games we've been playing and stuff we bought. I wanted to get into super detail of the Dragon Quest demo that's available for the Switch right now. Last week, I was only able to play a little bit of it, but Jeremy and I have both finished it. So I want to get we're going to get fairly spoilery of the first eight hours of Dragon Quest. But before we get to that, why don't we talk about the games we've been playing that aren't Dragon Quest demo? I'll go first because that's mostly what I've been playing. Um, I played so I played Rad for a little bit. I don't really understand the game yet. I don't really understand what I'm supposed to do, but I did a couple run-throughs and died. It's uh, kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. It's almost... I feel like I'm almost kind of... I mean, I've talked many times on this show that I'm very much over the whole nostalgia thing. And this game really hammers over the head that's like, hey, this is 80s, man. There's like some floppy disks. There's cassettes and stuff like that. And I'm almost kind of over over that stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh cool i guess this is in every other game that came out for the past like 10 years also so but i mean it's but it's a double fine game so i want to give it more of a chance but it didn't really the first my first playing of it kind of really didn't do a whole whole lot for me and also update as far as like uh you know nintendo main family members go i ended up Tallulah's health actually went down really really bad really really quickly in those past two days after we recorded last week and she didn't make it we had to we had to put her to sleep so yeah, I know I sounded more cheerful about her going blind and all that last week, but she got to the point where she couldn't even move. So it's, uh, yeah, it sucks. And um, yeah, don't mean, don't mean to bring the show down, but any, for anyone who was, you know, cared or was uh, concerned last week, yeah, we couldn't, it turns out we couldn't save her. Uh, I tried to do all that I could, of course, but yeah, we had, we had to say goodbye, which, which sucks. So well, always, always miss her. She was, she was an incredible cat. So yeah, that so that happened, which sucks. It, it, it's always hard to use to lose to lose a cat, or as I say, lose lose a member of the family. You know, she's definitely right. a member of the family. Yeah, she was really she wasn't there anymore though. It was like it was just yeah. I think she did actually have a stroke, and the and PetSmart sucked and just couldn't 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 find it or didn't care or something. I don't know. 
I don't know. They seemed pretty shitty. Like when we took her there, I don't feel like we got the right results that we wanted. But yeah, it sucks. Anyway, this is for this is for you, Tallulah. We'll, we'll, we'll miss. We'll always miss you. But yeah, on a, on a lighter note, um, yeah. So I played I played Rad for a little bit. Uh, I've mostly been playing the Dragon Quest demo just because it's a lot a lot of fun to play. Um, I played I played Tetris ninety nine. I got the um, I got the Fire Emblem thing on there. So, oh, you got the theme. Yeah. So I've been I did that. I like I said it's it only takes you like about forty minutes if you're not completely awful at the game to unlock it. You just just play a few levels until you get it back. And it's not you know it's it's a fine theme. I did kind of get a little tired of the music on it just because doing it over and over again doesn't really quite work for me. So I tried to turn it back into the Game Boy one. And it just wouldn't let me do it. If I guess whenever you're playing those uh those Maximus ninety nine whatever events, they will only let you use the theme that they have, so so they wouldn't let you use any of your other themes that you've unlocked unless it's just a regular game. So I tried doing that. But yeah, no, Tetris ninety nine is still fun and for everybody who hasn't been playing it, it's still there. People are still playing. I think the highest I, I got like fifteenth was the highest I did. It was a pretty good pretty good thing. Then I've been playing it all on this all on the pro controller. You know, the the whole all of the issues with the with the auto drop is completely gone. You just have to change the settings to make it less sensitive and it's not in there, so I gotta give it another shot now. So yeah. I haven't tried it since they fixed it. No, I mean I've I've been playing with the with the pro controller all the time since they changed that and I have not noticed I've had no unwanted drops. Obviously I would stop playing it if I did, but no, it's fine. Yeah, you just have to just have to go into the options and just turn just change it to whatever the new setting is and then you'll be able to play it fine. What was it I played uh, Vice Project Doom on the uh Nintendo online service, NES Flicks, whatever you want to call it. That oh, game, I did try that. Yeah, I forgot to try that one. Yep. That, ga- that game's really good. It's like a really I was really blown away by it. It's like it's done really well. It's like polished really well, I feel like. It's got really cool there's there's like cutscenes in between that like have good art and all that. There's a lot of variety to it. It starts off with like a with like a top down car chase where you're like you're shooting a whole bunch of other cars, and then it gets into like a side scrolling game, and then it ends and then like in like the third or fourth level, all of a sudden it's the Punisher game, like the NES game where you're just shooting guys and it's on a rail. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. I was like, oh wow, there's a lot of stuff in this game. Yeah, I like no, how it just starts with the cliche bad guy like overlooking the city, giving his monologue. Look at this city. They could be mine. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, if you want the authentic '80s nostalgia experience, that's yeah. actually from there. Like that yeah. game strikes me as very much one of those types of games. I'm I'm actually surprised people don't talk about it more because I think it's a really solid game. Like I was playing it and I was like, wow, like it controls really well. Like I don't feel like I don't feel like the there's like the bad guys are cheap or anything like that. I felt like any time I died, I died because I I did it. I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like the game was broken. Like, I felt like it was really solid. Like, it, you could tell me that it came out, like, this year, and I'd probably believe it. Like, if it was an indie game or something, you know? <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. I've, I was really impressed by it. I mean, aside from stuff like, you know, you get a game over, and you have to start back at the beginning of the level set or whatever. But there's not, like, limited continues or anything like that. But, I mean, right. with the with the save state, you could totally fix that. It doesn't even matter, you know? And, and now yeah. there's a rewind also in the in the NES, so... Yeah, it's totally worth playing. I didn't I didn't play the other game that was on there, but I did jump on the Japanese version and I played uh whatever their their River City Ransom ish game that's on there and that one was really weird. It's basically like a race, but you're going through all these different levels and you can collect weapons and hit the other guys and there's four of you and you're all running and there's like swimming at one point and there's like a sandbox and 
It's really strange. You should try. Well, they got it. a different game in the should, Japanese you should, version. You should try it out if you can. It's just one of those, and it's and it's the exact same art style as um, River City Ransom. I know there's like a mm-hmm. I forget what the actual name of it is, the Japanese name, but there's like a whole series of games like that. There was actually a new one that came out for 3ds not that long ago, and they they still making those styles those style games. But yeah, it's like a you know it's like a spinoff, but same art style. Characters move right. the same, do the same stuff, but it's a race. It's a four player race. It's really weird, but it's worth uh, trying out if you want to see some weird shit. I, I played that just a little bit. Also, uh, after I finished the Dragon Quest demo, I was uh, thirsting for Dragon Quest, so I got back into Dragon Quest Builders 2, played that for a few hours. Um, I got a... I got, like, I... There, there was a part that would have got me completely stuck if I didn't already read about it on the internet, but there, there's a part in the game where you have to go find a chicken, and they don't tell and they don't tell you where to find it at, but you have to go to another island to get it. If I didn't know that you had to go to another island, I probably would have been stuck on that for a long time. But thankfully, I, thankfully that was a spoiler that helped me out. So I went and got the chicken and brought it back. So now I'm on a new island that has a whole bunch of mines and stuff. And there's a there's a golem there. There's a steel golem. So I, I love those golems. So it's nice to see them in there. But yeah, no, that game's still fun. If anybody's like fiending for Dragon Quest after the Dragon Quest Eleven demo, you know, Dragon Quest Builders is still here and it's still good. And uh, I also purchased. I used my first first of my four game vouchers. I bought a uh, Astral Chain and preloaded that, so that's ready to roll on uh, Friday night, uh, Thursday night at eleven or twelve, depending on how early I, I get it up. But yeah, if you're listening to this right now, chances are you can tune to Twitch and you can watch me play it there. But Astral Chain's been getting been getting a lot of really good reviews uh, across the board. Looks really cool. I'm really excited to play it. I like. I mean, I, I love uh, uh, platinum games. You know, I, apparently they've taken a lot of stuff from their different games and and put it and combined it all into one. So I'm really interested to see the way it goes. And it's almost like it's almost kind of like an action Pokemon game. And and even the developers said that they were very heavily inspired by Pokemon. So because I know you collect different creatures that you can use, and there is like a level up system in there. So it's sort of rpg e, but it's still an action game it's straight up action game but no people are really liking it and it looks it's weird it's sci-fi like it's japanese like uh it's just all it's just checking all the boxes for stuff that i'm into so i'm excited about playing it and we'll definitely talk about it next week but uh yeah i think that's i think that's what i've been playing other than dq yeah likewise i've been playing um dq as well i i finished a demo i think i finished it within an hour or two of trey finishing it because I tried to play it this weekend, but I'm just so busy that over the weekend I didn't get to play my Switch at all. So it was nice to sit down yesterday, or was it yesterday or the day before? I can't remember at this point. Um, it was last night, yeah, and I and I finished it, and it just felt good. No, it was Monday night. It was Monday night. Yeah. Well, once once everybody talks about their other games, we'll get into the details of the of the demo. Yeah, but otherwise, like I mean, that's really about all I played this week. Um, I did hop onto my Wii U, literally hopped onto the balance board and kept playing Wii Fit Plus. I've been trying my best to play that a little bit every day and work on my balance training because um, I'm getting a little better with my right my right ankle. So I'm really hoping that possibly there's going to be an incremental increase in like how well I use it. But in my day-to-day life, I've even noticed like, oh, wow, yeah, my ankle feels a little weird. I just never notice it because I'm always so – I'm on my feet constantly for my job. And I am ru- and I literally like – I wear – I started wearing a Fitbit a while ago and uh, I get – you know, I walk like several miles a day just within the building Pro- of my job. So say probably at your I job, think, yeah. So um, I, if this game can help me 
to be more healthy in that regard, then I'm definitely going to keep playing it. And my partner, actually, she really likes it, too. So she came over last night and we were playing it and she was doing some yoga. And yeah, it's fun. Um, so, I've, yeah, I've been doing the yoga, too. The yoga is my favorite part probably so far. Um, but I've been doing the test every day to see what my age is. And I can't I, I don't really have you lost some, much sense. Have you have you gotten younger yet? Yeah, last night I got 26, but I totally like screwed up one of the two tests. Like they were like, "Oh, this definitely wasn't your forte or this is definitely not your your game." And yet somehow my age at the end was still 26, so I don't really understand what the algorithm is that's working in there, but I'll take it. So yeah, that was that. I've been playing some Metroid Prime. I played a little bit of oh, Pre- nice. Metroid Prime 3 because I don't know, because my we used booted up and I was like, I just want to play some Metroid Prime 3. So I played that for Maybe about an hour the other day, just to get just to get past like the initial section and um, for the um, it, it's on the Metroid Prime trilogy, right? That you're playing the yeah. digital one. Yep the yeah. one I, the one I downloaded. So yeah. I do actually own Corruption, like I own the disc too uh, of that game by itself. But figure I might as well just boot it up and through the menu of it already being there. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> no, it's I mean it's. I was I, I I couldn't remember whether you had gotten the trilogy or not. Fantastic! Yeah, no. I mean, if you have a Wii U, you should you really should download the Metroid Prime trilogy. It's twenty bucks and it's totally so worth many it. hours worth yeah. of gameplay and there's it's so fun. And, That'd be and three games, yeah. It nailed the first person adventure genre. I mean, it kind of created it. I think ha- some might argue that Half Life did a similar thing, but I think that Metroid Prime Three or Metroid Prime did it way better. Um, scale it up at all. Or is I, it just... maybe the the major thing they did was uh, they changed the controls, so now it's motion controlled, which is you know can be a good or bad which thing. Cor- I think it which works cor- fine. Corruption always was. Corruption always was, but one and two were changed to that, and also they added some uh, uh, achievements in there that you can do, like to you know, it, it's it's not like trophies, but it sort of is. It doesn't carry over, but if you want to be like, oh, do this thing, it'll you know you get achievements for stuff. But my goal is to eventually go back to Prime and beat it because I never did actually beat that game on GameCube because it just got too hard. The mm. game so hard. Yeah, there's one section in there I think that's probably where you got stuck because that's where I get stuck every time. Like, there's a really long section where you fight a whole lot of guys and then there's a boss at the end, and like there's no there's like no save points in like this stretch of like an hour or so and. Because I, I, I tried to play through it all on hard mode, and that's where I got stuck stuck as well. So that might have been where you were at. But I, w- I was going to say, like, why aren't you playing Prime, man? Prime, Prime is the shit. Game I is will. So good. You know, I just for some reason, like, that's the one I wanted to play because it's my favorite. It's the only one I've beaten, so that's probably why. But you know, when that came out on the Wii, I was glued to that game from the moment I I started playing it till we finished it, and it's a great game. Is it um, is it still as good? Like, do you still like it even with like yeah. the motion turny stuff, whatever that you have to do? Yeah, I don't play a lot of first person shooters, so it's just every once in a while I actually get the the itch to play one, and mm. that's the perfect one for me. It's a good one to play. Yeah, no, I mean I I loved it too when it came out. Like I played it. Yeah, I like that. Time splitters too. That's like the only <laughs> first person shooters I really like. That I, and ha- I guess I like Half Life. Those are the good ones. I played man. all those, but. Those are the good ones. Those, I mean, I, I, I uh, well, I don't. As far as Half Life, I don't. And Halo, Halo, that. sometimes Halo's fun to play Multi. once in a while. Yeah. The first one. Then I uh, decided when my partner was over yesterday, I was like, "Well, do you want to try out this Monkey Ball uh, Step and Roll?" Because 
it was designed for the balance board. I have the balance board. Let's play it. And I was like, but I'm warning you, it's frustrating. And so we were playing it. And she did really well at it, actually. She d- did better at it than me. So I think she's just got better. <laughs> she's just got better balance and able to shift around better than me because I was getting so angry that eventually I just had to turn the game off. I was like, I'm sorry yeah. that I'm like acting like <laughs> this in front of you and getting so mad at it inanimate object but these controls just make me mad and so i was like well it'll let you play with um the you you don't have to use the balance board so i was like well i'm gonna play monkey target with the nunchuck Uh, it doesn't let you do it you uh, even when you play it with the the wiimote you have to you you know you you tilt the actual remote around it's all tilt controls so i was a little i was a little upset so i was like you know what F it. I'm going to play Banana Blitz because I have Banana Blitz. Mm. It's going to be pretty topical here shortly. It's coming out soon, so I should just play this game a little bit. So I booted up Banana Blitz, went to Monkey Target, and it was the same damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. It is. It the, doesn't let it doesn't let you use the uh it doesn't let you use the nunchuck to control anything. That's what I that's why I said I was excited about an HD remake cuz I want to play it with a regular controller. I know yeah. it was cool at the time to use the tilt, but if you try to play through the whole game, no man, it doesn't work. Like some of those bosses are just way too hard. You need you need more precision. And in fact, the monkey target looked exactly the same, which makes me wonder if step and roll wasn't just yeah. didn't just like reuse stuff from Banana Blitz. I'd have to look and see if that's the case. But I'd imagine so. I, I believe uh, I believe that they came out pretty near in time to each other. But you know what? I love Monkey Ball, <clears throat> and I was always you know I was always a little uh, iffy about whether or not I wanted to get into the Wii one because of the tilt controls. But I think I'm going to play Banana Blitz a little bit, and I'll probably play Step and Roll even a little bit more as I as I feel like I get more fit through the Wii Fit Plus. Because <laughs> maybe you know if I see an improvement in my Monkey Ball Step and Roll skills, then that's further proof that the Wii Fit Plus actually works. So how, how is uh, how is Woohoo Island treating you? you? You love you love visiting that area. <laughs> I don't. I haven't been to Woohoo Island. I, I think that might be in. Um, I thought that was Wii that Fit Plus. Be, I thought that was everywhere you go to when you're when you're working out there is in the is in the island. Is it not? I think so. I think the Wii Fit that I have is is the second one. And what it is is it's the one for the actual Wii. It's not for the Wii U. Oh, I thought I it's thought the, all it's of them. The, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, all it's of the them deluxe were in version of Wii Fit that adds extra stuff to it, but oh, it's okay. still. And the, the baseline game is still the same thing. Oh, the one that utilized the Motion Plus. Yeah. No, it didn't have, it, didn't have well, anything to do with Motion Plus. Yeah. Well, well, I don't uh, think so. I think they just had a deluxe version where they wanted to add more stuff to it. And, it's, you know, at the time there wasn't DLC, so mm-hmm. they just released a new version of it. And uh, maybe it became, maybe it was part of a bundle or something. And that's why they did it. But that's the one I have. I don't have the one We Fit You or whatever it's called. I don't have that one. I may get yeah. that one eventually. I was going to say, you can. You, I think you can buy it digitally for pretty cheap if you if you want to if you want to upgrade to yeah. that. But I, I so thought, yeah, I'll definitely make a note to maybe check that out. I'm gonna uh, because uh, I'm all about it, and you know maybe it's more precise because it's for the Wii U. I don't know. I uh, but I like Wii Fit Plus. I recommend it. I spent five bucks total on my balance board and my Wii Fit Plus, so it still was, it was totally worth it. Still work, still working out for you, or you're working out for it. I, for some reason, I thought Woohoo Island was that all of the we the we fit stuff was at Woohoo because Woohoo was um I thought Woohoo Island premiered with uh, Wii Sports Resort was the first time you went there and that was in Wii it, so it did yeah and then I think the Wii U 
fit we or we fit you was the one where the island was featured okay because yeah. also because the... this is still just all menu based and i'm still just mostly doing yoga with my trainer and like you go to the different strength training exercises and it's still kind of the same environment where you're like in a gym or you're in like you're in an interior location and then there are some like mini games but they're all just like based around your me's and they're all like in stadiums or you know in random locations but it's not as though there's like an overarching uh, a, a land mass that you're within. Does it have a? It has a running mode, right? Where you like put the controller in your pocket and you just and you just run or shake it or whatever. Does that have, I don't know. It doesn't have that in that version. I, it might. It might. There was one where you just walk in place on the balance board that I saw, but you know, I I, sh- I, I for sure have not unpacked everything the game has oh, okay. to offer. I've been mostly focusing on the yoga because that's what I bought it for. Because that's the only. Because that's probably the only one where you'll actually see the island. But all those state, there are stadiums in Woohoo Island, so that's kind of how the Wii U one was. Like you don't actually, it, it doesn't like it's not like oh you're going to a different part of an island or something. It'd be like oh here there's like a walking thing where you kind of like walk and it shows that you're walking through the island. So I don't I know if walking. it has a mode yeah. like that. I don't remember how it worked though. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know what you walk through, but yeah, the yoga stuff. It's just uh, the Wii Fit trainer, but. There was a walking mode with Mies that you used in the Wii U one, but it's it's probably pretty cheap on the uh, on the thing to try it out. But yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you're still getting uh, all that money, all those five dollars still working out well <laughs> for you there, still getting your money. And and I mean, you know, maybe even more awesome is that my Wii U has gotten so much more use lately because of that. Like because I've already got it hooked up and I'm using it for that, then I'm like, well, why not throw on this other Wii Wii U game, which I still haven't busted open um Tokyo uh, Mirage Sessions. Mirage Sessions. It's still sealed, but mostly the reason I haven't done that and we'll get into it. I, I just don't want to jump into a RPG right now. I want to wait until Oh okay. I thought maybe you I, I was hoping that Smart. maybe you'd be feeding fiending for it after the demo. He'd be like, "I need more turn-based RPG," and then you'd. Jump I'm fiending, but I think I'm going to go back to Chrono Trigger, Jap- the Japanese version. I think I'm going to play a little bit more of that. That's what I'm going to okay. do in the meantime. Cool. Uh, actually, Wii U problem that I had. Uh, I, I I told you that I wanted to finish Ducktales Remastered. I was, uh, I, yeah, I was playing games uh, Friday night in the living room where the Wii U is, and I. Grab my 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 pro controller is out there. My Wii U pro controller. I grabbed it. I turned on the system, booted up Ducktales, and Ducktales doesn't let you play it unless your Wii balance board or your Wii, not not balance board. Uh, your Wii your Wii pad has to be on even though you're not using it. That's weird. It's stupid. It pissed me off because I because well, I would have had to go to the other room and get it and turn it on and bring it in. Most of them you can just boot up with the pro controller and you don't need the pad. And I was kind of like mad about that. So I didn't play DuckTales because I didn't want to go in the other room and get it <laughs> just because I didn't have it. Because we got a new couch and we don't have as much areas for stuff. And I didn't have it. I didn't have it within arm's reach. So I just turned off the system and uh, went back. But uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not. But speaking of the Wii U, I played some of Devil's Third. I don't know if you've heard about this game, John, but I think you should totally get it if you can find it for cheap somewhere. I oh, think yeah. I think you'd love it's the, um, it. It's one a, from the creator of, of Ninja Gaiden, right? Yeah, I think so. It's it's just a really stupid action game, but it's I find it fun in its stupidity. It's it's just a really dumb action game about this guy who has way too many tattoos that are magical that you can use to 
to do super moves and stuff with. It's it's dumb, but I think you'd enjoy it. It's a, Is that a Wii U exclusive. It's a Wii U exclusive, yeah. It's it's kind of the butt of a joke for many people, but I mean, I bought it. I bought it digitally for probably like fifteen bucks or something like that, and I had a blast with it. I got stuck at a part that I couldn't get through, and I but I still for the hell of it since I was playing the Wii, I was like, I should try Devil's Third again. Just because I think that game's so dumb and so great at the same time. But if you like if you like stupid action games, I think it's worth checking out. I mean, you know, nobody nobody pay full price for it, but if you get it for under twenty, I think it's totally worth it. If you like if you like dumb stuff like that. And it's it yeah, it's it combines a it combines third person action with first person. So you can basically you walk around with a sword and you can slash people with a sword, but you can also switch to first person shooting at any time. So it's kinda like both combined. I thought it worked pretty well. I mean, I played it. I would have played through the whole game if I didn't get stuck at this one part. It's just a part where they just throw you guy after guy after guy, and I just can't get through it. Even with, even, you can even hide and heal and all that, and I still just end up like, I don't know if I end up like running out of ammo or I just get killed, and yeah. But I had a lot of fun with it from what I had, but I, so I fucked around with that game a little bit. I forgot to mention it. Is there anything else you've been playing? No, that's it. Uh, Other than, you know, what we're going to talk about. Okay. Which I sunk most of my gameplay time into this week. Cool. Actually, one purchase I forgot to mention earlier is I got one of these guys again. I picked myself up an amiibo. Pichu. I got Pichu. Uh, Jess actually found it for me. We were at Target. Uh, I was looking, you know, pass through Target. I noticed uh, while I was in there, I also wanted to mention, I noticed that the 3DS section has shrunk a lot. The 3DS section has been moved to an end cap. It doesn't have its own area anymore. It's a very, it's like very, very small 3DS area, like in between, in between two of the uh, aisles of games. They've, uh, they've shrunk it quite a bit. I mean, there's still like, you know, there's still the 3DSs. I think they have, they have the uh, doorstop one, as we refer to it, the 79.99. Mario Maker one is 79.99 there, but. Yeah, no, it really shrunk. I noticed that 3DS section is like tiny now. It's about yay big, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's they they uh, even no Nintendo keeps telling us that the 3DS isn't dead. Uh, Target thinks it's dead because they well, this they shrunk the fuck out one of the it. one of the news items that we have yeah. is that the 3DS has disappeared from Nintendo's website. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. They they're very silently, and isn't it isn't it like you can't put your credit card anymore in the eShop or something like that? That too, the 3DS. And the Wii U, you can't use your credit card directly on the website, or directly on the eShop starting in September. You'll have to go to a special website to load up your credits to Actually, use. The, so they're, they're gutting the, the, the yeah. online framework, basically. But, but one cool thing about that that many people might not know, they're all connected. All of the eShops are connected. Mm-hmm. So if you, put money on your, if you put money on your account on the Switch, it'll be on the 3DS eShop. And the Wii U eShop, vice versa. So if you don't want to go to like whatever that website is, just go on the eShop through your through, through your Switch and put mm-hmm. money on there, and then and then it will appear in the 3DS eShop. So it works. Oh, that's cool. They, it, it, they all they all connect with each other. So you won't get you won't get gold points for purchasing stuff from Wii U or 3DS, but it's all the same money. So if you put it. If you're able to put it on the Switch one, it's on the other ones. In case anybody's trying to find out a way to buy Wii Fit U or Devil's Third or something like that, that's that's how you would do it. But yeah, so there's Let's a workaround. Clarify that the the 2DS is still on the website, so there's some life left there. But 3DS is no longer mentioned. Yeah, I mean they don't. 
I mean, there's really, I mean, we, we've been talking about this for a while. Like there's no, there's no first party software coming out. Like they don't, they've done, they don't care. You know, they're even like, you know, even like a detective Pikachu, which was a 3ds game. Like that's coming to switch now too. So they're, I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to be their next step when they run out of first party stuff to release. Like next year might be a whole lot of 3ds ports, you know, even though like, like last year was a whole lot of Wii U ports, you know, we might see that, you know, you never know. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think three days is under. But Pichu, I got him right here. We should uh, again on the air unboxing. We'll, we'll do some live unboxing right here. I've been saving it for you guys, of course. Hell yeah. Uh, Pichu from the you know from I don't know which wave it's from. It's from one of the new ones. I really don't follow it anymore because I don't really buy. You know, the amiibo craze has passed. I mean, I, I love amiibos. I think they're great. I mean, I got. I think the last one I got was. Uh, was this guy right here was Ridley. Yeah, yeah, the last two I got was Ridley and Chibi, which I bought at the Nintendo store, which you can of course find our videos of that on the on our YouTube. But uh yeah, those are the last ones I got just because I was at the Nintendo store. But yeah, Pichu. I always liked Pichu from Melee and now and now he's back, so let's give it a go. There's that rip. Trey just removed oh, the plastic from the back. <laughs> Looks like the figure fell to the ground. I'm just narrating for audio listeners. There he is. There's Pichu. There's He's Pichu looking all cute and very cute. Compact. It's got a. I like the curved. I like the curved uh, ears that he has here. Yeah, Pichu. Got a, Got another Pokemon to add to my other ones. It's. It's got a little. It's got a little weird ice block thing for the foot there. But yeah. oh yeah, at least it's not a piece piece stand. Yeah, but yeah, Pichu. Oh. He's cute, cute and compact. He'll go, he'll go hang out with Chibi, Chibi and uh, Ridley. Free, free the amiibo right here on the show. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, yeah, it's nice to buy another amiibo. Like if I, I'm kind of the point where, you know, I'm not, I'm not ordering them online or anything like that. But if I see one at a store that I'm at that I don't have, yeah, I'll buy it for sure. I still kind of really want. I don't know if it ever came out, but. I would love to get like the snake amiibo or like Ken. I could, I'd really like to have Ken from Street Fighter or like uh, the piranha plant one looked really cool too. I'd love to have that one. I've seen a couple people post online that they found them at, uh, I don't know if you guys have the store out there, a store called Five Below. It's basically a dollar store, but everything's five bucks and under. Oh, no. So, no. We just have dollar stores, just regular dollar stores. We got Family Dollar. I know they don't have them there. So are they, are they selling them for five and below then? Yeah, that's the whole thing with that store. It's a five dollars store. So, um, yeah, if you got one nearby, you, there's a lot in California. I haven't checked one yet, but but when I see one next time, I'll stop in and see what they got as far as games. And actually, they were selling. Uh, somebody posted Happy Home Designer as well. Oh, nice! I have that game for yeah, five dollars. Um, and for me, this week I've been playing Cuphead some more. Uh, I didn't make any progress because that's what you do in Cuphead: make no progress. Yep. But uh, you just <laughs> play it and you kind of learn learn the, the bosses. I feel like. I'm at the point where it's just going to be one of these times where I, break, where I beat this one boss that I've been working on for like a week. So, yeah, I'll keep going with that. Um, I've, I've definitely got the Cuphead bug going again. Great game. And then I've been playing Smash again with my three-year-old nephew. I, you know, I'm visiting Michigan right now. Um, oh, you're, my st- nephew is, you're still there? I'm still there, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I'll be here for another week or so. And my nephew is three, so he's just really learning how to play video games and just understanding what he's he's doing and everything. And so he loves to play Smash. This is how he likes to play it. 
He likes to play as Bowser, and he likes to uh, fight all Pikachu's. Oh. That's the specific <laughs> way that he likes to play. So he wants to be the biggest, most powerful guy fighting the smallest creatures. No, no Pichus. <laughs> you can fight some Pichus. No they're, Pichus. They're, they're tinier. I don't know. I'll suggest that next time. One amiibo that I really, really want. It's not out yet, but Dragon Quest, the Dragon Quest hero, Lodo. Whenever that, whenever that comes around, I have to get that one. I will go out of my way to order that one, just because. I'm sure it'll look fucking awesome. Are you teaching him in the arts of uh, Smash Brothers? Are you teaching him your ways, uh, giving him the lessons of how to how no, to destroy those Pikachu's? No, he, he just wants to grab the controller and hit the buttons and make the dragon breathe fire. So he's having fun with that. Yeah, I mean, he'll play for a long time. We were eating dinner and he just was minding his own Going business, at and it. figuring out the menus and everything. Yeah, how to restart the game. So yeah, he he's totally into it. He's going to be a gamer. And then I've been continuing to read Console Wars. And I won't talk about it every week that I'm reading. It's a long book. I'm going to keep reading it for a while. But I thought this was notable because there was something that I forgot to mention last week. You know, we're all fans of Troma, I think, here. They actually mentioned Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, in the book. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was hilarious because before Sonic came out, they were kind of looking for, okay, what's our, like, marquee game? And Sega of Japan saw Sergeant Kubuki Man, <laughs> and they said, we love it. We want to make this. This is a great, this would be a great game. This is like wow. the thing that they were really behind. Yeah. Sega of America, they hated the movie. <laughs> uh, they were just like dragging their feet, like, no, we don't want to make this. But So that's one of the things that kind of spurred on the creation of Sonic the Hedgehog, was Sega of America saying, we need like a mascot along the lines of Mario, not Sonic, not, not Sergeant Kabuki Man. But I thought that was really, really funny. Isn't just a, a random thing to see? Isn't Console Wars like sort of fictionalized, right? Isn't it like sort of like written as a story, but but it's based it's on written real as a events? story. But I understand why. Like, if you're writing, it's it's a long book. It's got to be. I don't know how many pages. It's it's maybe eight hundred pages. I can't tell because I have the digital version. Yeah, you don't have you but, don't have um, the book, so you right, can't but, pull it up. Yeah. But um, I can tell why because you know if you're doing interviews with all these people, they even say up front they're honest with it. They say up front at the front of the book. Hey, this is how I did it. You know, I interviewed all these people. A few names have been changed, and the conversations are not exact. They're they're in the spirit of what was said. So because he did that and put that at the front of the book, I'm totally okay with it. It actually makes me trust what the book is saying even more because he, he said not, it up front. Yeah, they're not trying but to. I know hide that it. most books that that take that most books that that purport to tell like a true life story. All it is is the author's assessment and guess based on the facts. And they don't often bother to put that up front. So I thought that was really cool that he did that. He spelled it out. It's the best that I could approximate. Yeah. And the book is so entertaining and so good. I'll recommend it again. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. Have you, um, this is like off topic, but I want to mention it anyway. Sure. Have you guys watched that uh, that video that, that Lloyd put up on uh, YouTube of... Uh, it's like some interviews with some of the actors of Terraformer. It's worth watching if you haven't seen it. I thought it was really cool. Oh, you did like a 20th anniversary thing yeah, or something. Yeah, 20th anniversary video. Like Debbie Rashan's on there. Uh, Trent Haga's there. Um, so some, yeah, some of the characters that were that were in the movie. It's just an interview about like the filming process of Terraformer. I thought it was really cool. Like I, I enjoyed it. Because, yeah, it's like 20-year anniversary because it came out in 99. So, so yeah. for uh, It's like my favorite. It's like my favorite movie. So, if anybody... Look, look up Terraformer if you can find is it. Is it just like the Troma channel? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's on their Troma Team video. I think they ha- they have a few different YouTube channels. I found it because Lloyd posted it on Facebook or Instagram. I don't know. I, f- I find it. I follow him on all those different things. But yeah, no, it was it was really fun to watch. Like it's like twenty minutes, and they just talk about the, you know, the filming process and like how a lot of the people that were in it were never actors before. Is and this they just, a, uh, a look behind the scenes twenty years later? I think so. It's like twenty minutes. It's just some interviews. So it's from one week ago. Yeah, that's probably it. Sounds about right. I'm uh, I'm actually I'm wearing my terraformer shirt right now. Speak speaking of which, but uh, but yeah, um, yeah, no, it's a cool video. As a side note, there. But uh, yeah, if you wanna, do you wanna? Let's get into the Dragon Quest demo. Yeah, uh, Jeremy and I, we played all the way through. Uh, last week, we didn't really know um, h- how long how long the demo would be. And, uh, I, yeah, I was thinking like three hours, six hours. I think the uh, Valkyria Chronicles demo was six hours. And the um, Octopath Traveler demo was three hours. So I thought it'd be around that. But I started seeing online people saying 10 hours. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's that's insane. Um, I, I think we both finished it about the same time. I ran into the, to like the, where it said this is the end of the demo at about like seven and a half, seven forty-five, something like that. And then I explored a little bit around more after that. And when I finally saved and stopped playing, it was clocked at eight hours. So I was about at the same thing, but yeah, yeah no, right after pretty much after I edited last week's episode, I had some, I had some extra time in, at home and I, uh, yeah, I played Dragon Quest and man, that game is that game is great. Like it's, I think it's it looks. So I think it looks beautiful. Like I'm a huge fan of the series, so like I'm I was like super nerd, nerding out about it. There's a part in the game, and we're gonna get spoilery on the demo here. There's a part in the game where a dragon's chasing you, and you're like running down a hallway, and you see all these monsters scattered. Like I was like, oh my god, because there's like a whole bunch of metal slimes that run away. I was like, whoa, dude, metal slimes. I was I was excited because if anybody who doesn't know Dragon Quest, metal slimes. Are basically how you get extra. They're basically hard. They're you, they're hard to find, and when you do find them, they run around. They run away really easily, but you can get a shit ton of experience from them. That's why they're uh, an important character to find if you can beat them. They're like so, Cactuar in Final Fantasy VI. They are, but they it's Dragon Quest, so they pre they predate uh, Cactuar. But yeah. I know, but like <laughs> similar concept of like a hard enemy to find that gives you a ton of experience yeah they do the same there was like a bean character in the mario and luigi games it's the same thing where like you have to you have to be able to dodge everything of them exact otherwise they'll they'll leave and you can't beat them and you only get and you only get like one hit point of damage so you have to attack them multiple times to get in order to get them to get killed but if you do you get a shit ton of experience so yeah it's really cool to see them in there but no I, i love the design of the monsters it's really cool to see all the monsters in their full 3d and all that i'm really curious so this game lets you play entirely in 2d not in the demo but i'm curious like uh a scene like that how does that yeah play out well the game is the game is incredibly cinematic like very very cinematic which i like a lot i love the dragon quest games very very much i would say that 
a lot of them aren't really super story heavy. Like they aren't as as like cinematic and story heavy as this, which I really like because I like story. That's a big reason that I'm into RPGs is that I love I love stories and character development and all that. And this one, it's been very, very, very super cinematic. And yeah, I'm really wondering how that would portray in the 2D stuff. But uh, you know, once it, I'm, I mean, I'm getting it. There's no, I mean, no doubt in my mind. I was never not going to get it. But yeah, day one. For I, me. Haven't, like, I, I haven't. I knew it already, but for sure. No. Yeah, I haven't preloaded it yet, just because my my poor Switch has no room in it. Like all my 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 card is completely full. And the system memory and all that is completely is completely full. So I have no space for it right now. So I'm trying to work on some other stuff that maybe I'll delete before that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get it for sure. It's still we still have over a month until it comes out, which sucks like that's what it sucks does. about demo like this because it's like, man, I was really, really into it and then it's like and it's like so abrupt too. Like I was I was on the horse, I was like riding over this like big like valley area and I'm like, Yeah, I'm having a great time and then it's like ding. And then it's just like this this sign just shows up and you just and everything freezes and just everything stops moving and it's like the demo ends here. And I'm like, What? It was like so it was so abrupt, like the way the way the ending. Then I was like, Would you like to save your game now and ends? And I was like kind of scared to say yes just because I was afraid it, it wouldn't let me go back and you oh, know, yeah. pl- explore a little more. But it does. Yeah, it says like, Do you want to save now or do you want to keep playing? So I went to keep playing and I walked around that area a little bit more to see if I could find some extra treasures or something that I missed, but but yeah, I was to the point where I was like, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm invested. I'm in on the story here. Uh, you just met some really cool characters. You just got your full four-person party together. And then it's like, nope, the end. They do a, they do a <laughs> great job at fleshing out the characters, too. I mean, I, I care about every character. Oh, know? yeah, like, yeah. Some RPGs, you know, they've got like characters you just sort of forget about. But all, all that I've met so far, I like. And I'm like excited to find out more about their stories yeah even though i'm not uh, i can't remember uh, veronica's sister that you rescued i don't really know that much about her but serena right is that her name they like, saying i she's only the only kind of one that i was just like serena ah, i don't really serena, I can't yeah remember. she's the one that i'm like ah, i don't really care but veronica's really cool i, I like her but uh and eric's cool and there's i did i did more. notice there's a lot of playing around with like seeing younger versions of different characters you know like even with that character which spoiler but she's had a spell cast on her or whatever where she's been um made younger and uh and I'll- then there's also a scene where you like go back in time and you see a bunch of characters including a character that's you know ca- canonically dead within the game which i thought was really cool too oh yeah they're like that- well obviously this character is important but they just keep Talking about, you know, I wish he was here now. You know, I wish he could see what you're doing now. And it was so cool to be able to actually go talk to him and him be like, oh, hey. Yeah. And he, like, totally understood. He's like, oh, I guess I'm dead now. He's like, oh, hey, there you are. And he even, said, he even says, oh, I guess I'm dead in your timeline or something. He yeah. said something similar to that. One one thing that I definitely wanted to talk about this week about, about that is I felt like they're kind of, like, trying to, like, trying to, like, surprise you in the tropes, which I thought was really cool. Like, cause they do like, okay, you're the chosen one and you go and you're like, go to the castle, beat this, meet this guy. And we already said spoilers. I'll put timestamps on here as to like when this starts and ends in case you want to like skip through it or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, like you get to the castle and then they, you know, they all line up, like all the knights, like have their like swords out and all that stuff ready to like knight you. And then they're like, kill him. And then, and then they just like take you and put you in a cell. Like I, that part was awesome. Like I didn't expect that at all. That was, that was really cool. I was like, oh, that's badass. You know, because there's, there you see so many tropes in RPGs where it's like, oh, you're the chosen one, meet the king, and then the king will like tell you what to do, and then you go out and find the crystals or whatever. 
I mean, isn't that even the way the first one starts out? Like the very first game, you're talking to the king and he's like, you're the chosen one. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And this and from what I've heard and I've really not like I've heard like a little sort of spoilers, like like I told you, like those little ghost guys, you don't find about out about them until like post game and like stuff like that. But as far as the main story, like I don't really know anything aside from it's all about like embracing the previous dragon quest is, is the idea of it and, and even that now that they have and it's not in the demo as far as i know but now you can go back in time and like you know relive some of the stories from the old dragon quest stuff which you could do in the 3ds version only so this is stuff that is added for the switch version here which is really cool but yeah no like and same thing like what you were talking about like going to the because that's another trope it's like well your your village almost always gets destroyed by the bad guy because whatever and you go and you go to your village and you find out it is destroyed later, but when you get there, you, like, do a time warp, and then all of a sudden everybody's younger, and you're younger, and you're, like, your younger self is there, and I'm like, oh, whoa. And that's almost, like, that's a reference to Dragon Quest V as well, because that same thing happens in Dragon Quest V, where in the very beginning, when you're a kid, you meet yourself as an older person, but you don't know who you are, and then when you become older, you come back and meet your younger self. So you do both sides of it. So I felt like that was kind of a reference to that, but... but yeah, yeah, that part really was really cool. cool, too, because... um you know, talking about like shattering tropes or whatever, your younger self is not a silent, like your younger self talks. Yeah. Talks to you. So even yeah. though you're the silent protagonist, like your younger, your younger self obviously has a voice and communicates with you. So that's very strange. Like when you think about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's your younger self telling you uh, to not grow old too fast. No. It, yeah, yeah. It's just a, it, I felt like it was incredibly smooth. I guess a lot of people had a hard time with the music in the PlayStation four version. Which I understand. I mean, I love Dragon Quest, but their music is not the best RPG music for sure. There's a lot of times, like, especially in Dragon Quest Eight, where I would just like, I'd kind of just mute it because it was some of it's incredibly repetitive. But I feel like the orchest- orchestrating the music has really helped because it didn't really bother me on this on this demo version. Like, I no, like I, it liked, very, I liked it. I felt like it was, yeah, it like it like would get bigger at the right times. Like it was there for the motion and like the action and all that. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine with it. But from the past, from 3DS, uh, 3DS DS games that I've played, and I've played, I played all the way through Dragon Quest one, two, three, four, five, seven, is like all the ones that I've played, and I played halfway through nine and eight, but didn't complete them, and I haven't played six actually. That's kind of my, that's kind of my one that I've been saving, which I want to play. I, I'm hoping to play the actual Super Nintendo version of it because that one looks really cool. But uh yeah, most of those soundtracks they're not really they're not really that memorable. There's not a whole lot of like there's not a whole lot of stuff that I would put on like a on a playlist or play it. There's like a couple that I do, maybe like the maybe the intro or like some of the shop music, I guess. And I really like the um the the flying bird from Dragon Quest 3, but but yeah, like a lot of it's not really that memorable, but I feel like having it orchestrated on this has really helped and also um another thing i didn't know there's no japanese voices in the ps4 one that's new as well they re-recorded for they recorded new voices for the for the switch version so yeah that's another addition added to the game that isn't on the other version and i wanted to i thought about doing it as a nickname just to uh run through the ridiculously how long the the game is the name of the game is because it's called dragon quest 11 s Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition, right? It's the full yeah. thing. I, I, I thought about changing my Twitter name to that if I could fit all of it just because of how – I mean, it's very Japanese to 
have that long of a game. But no, it's definitely the, the definitive edition, hands down. And from what I heard, they had to like rebuild some of it from scratch because uh, trying to just port over the PS4 version didn't quite work. But from what I've seen of both of them, I don't really notice a whole lot of differences between the two. But yeah, no, I thought it played really, really well. Same. Um, I'm very, very, you know, I, I mentioned it already, but I'm extremely interested in seeing the uh, the 2D take on it. And especially if you can switch on the fly, like it's got, it, you know, even though it's a fully 3D RPG, it feels very old school in all of its mechanics. Oh, yeah. Um, even even the crafting, you know, the crafting's pretty simple, simplified for, compared to a lot of crafting systems in other games. So and oh, I sure. like that. Well, it's not and I like a, the fact yeah. that you can. Uh, you know that you can go back and recraft something if you feel like you could have done a better job. I think that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I see and, what you mean. Last week you were upset that it didn't like move as quickly the crafting because you yeah, didn't have but to I, go I've through the mini game. Like yeah, basically like you know that's because like. I didn't really get it yet, but now it's like, well, if I'm going to open up my forge, I'm going to make more than one thing at a time that, yeah. that I'm going to get, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make every recipe I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you like look at it that way, as like just like one of the gameplay modes is the crafting section Then it's not so bad anymore. Yeah. I, uh, I was like making some, I, I started making extra stuff so I could sell it for other things as well you know i don't know i don't know if you did that where you can like no because i make I, make extra I'm, hoard, I'm hoarding my resources in case something better comes along no i mean like when you do run into something better that you can't afford i would make stuff and then sell it for that thing because sometimes oh, okay. uh so sometimes like you get to a, a new town and things get really expensive at least they if it's like the previous dragon quest games it's going to get like that where you get to a place and it's like oh i can only afford one of these even though i have even though it took me like However many hours to get to this town, everything in this town is fucking expensive. So you probably will have to do that in the future. But I did do eventually, that a yeah. Few times. But I haven't had that happen yet because even if I don't buy the the thing, I'll either get the recipe or I'll find it shortly thereafter, and I'm happy I didn't pay for it. Sure, I'm just I just kind of buy just buy shit when I see it. <laughs> you know, just I'm like oh, I want that. I want that new version. But I uh, do like the uh, the way that you can avoid battles. Like it's so easy to avoid battles. Oh like, yeah, so isn't if you it? Don't, if you don't want to fight, you don't have to. Isn't it? And awesome? then of course yeah. you might kick yourself for it later. But well, I mean, you should you should fight and level up. It's an RPG. But but you I love, don't fight everything. You don't have to. I love that. Like for the past, I don't know how many Dragon Quest games, all the characters are on the map. They even did that when they remade a uh, seven and eight on the on the 3ds. They because that wasn't that wasn't in the in those original games. Now you can actually see the monster on the map, and if yeah, if you don't want to fight it, you can just don't go by it. Even though they will, even though they will chase you when you, when they see you, but it's like I I like that a lot. That where it's you're like, always faster usually. Yeah, but it's not like uh, well, yeah, and actually this one's a lot. But it will catch you by surprise sometimes yeah. if you're not watching what you're doing. I had a lot of fun getting on the horse and just running over them too, which I'm sure you did that as well. Where you could just just knock them out of the way. Do you get XP for that? Do you get uh, XP I don't, points for doing that? I don't that? know. I, th- I thought that you did, but I'd never like leveled up from running it because I ran over a lot of them just because it was fun to just plow through a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And I love how fast the game works. I uh, I, I cranked I cranked up the speed on the battles like to three times, like so it was like I could just pop right through because I you know I I've, I've said before that I don't like grinding, but I do I will like try to defeat most of the characters that I see just because that's how I play RPGs, you know, cause that's yeah. the thing you don't, you don't get stuck later with a, with a low, you know, where you have to go grind. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to do that. So I try to play a lot of battles as I'm going, but I only perished once in the demo and that was like, Oh, I never died. Yeah. I perished once because I just, yeah, I rushed headlong into a battle 
that I was not prepared for. I didn't really. It was in. It was in the. Um, it was in the crypt or what? What is it? The uh, crypty. It's kind of like the crypt of cryptiness. The, crypt, or something the like cryptic that. crypt. The cryptic crypt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I and I didn't realize that I was walking into a battle, so I was like, oh shit! Like, and I lost. But um, that's when I found out about the losing half your gold thing, and that's a bummer. So I take it the banks are part of that. Like, yeah, you the put banks your money are in the banks, so that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, that's the bank is supposed to be like a security blanket where you yeah, you if you save if you get a large amount of money and you think that you might not make it through the next area you're going to you can you can deposit your bank there and then when you come back to life you'll have you'll have that money so it's a little bit like majora's mask in that regard yeah yeah kind of yeah where you like uh yeah the sell me with c girl that's what i was thinking because mm-hmm. that's what she was in the first one yeah it's the same sort of thing where uh, where you lose lose half your money which really sucks if you're trying to save for a certain thing especially in the very very first dragon quest i felt like that was a big deal where like because a lot of that is just you know going and trying to see how far you can go come back buy a new weapon you know so on and so forth another thing for me is just learning like you know what the different items actually are because now it's like a file you know a file is how you replace your magic of course i figured that out pretty quick but it's just like the the new terminology for the the healing items and the rest restorative items oh sure it's just part of learning a new rpg and also uh what you'll notice with Dragon Quest is they're not that frequent. Like you can't just buy them, like like you can in Final Fantasy. Like you like Ether, like the bigger the bigger ones. Like maybe maybe you can buy. I, I feel like all the files you got were in uh, treasures. But yeah, I had it where I would like go into like the final final boss of the game, and I only had like maybe four of those things to restore my magic. And you have to get as far as you can with that much, you know, because. You couldn't buy them anywhere. You have to just find them in the world, you know. And same with, like, stuff to bring your characters back. Like, that used to be – I don't know if it's different in this one, but uh, the, the, the Yggdrasil tree that they that they talked about in there, an Yggdrasil leaf will be what you use to, to bring your guys back to life and all that. So, But that they're not as frequent. You know, you'll maybe have one, maybe two if you're lucky at, at the same time. But but you do – you'll learn, like – you'll learn, like, a – was it Kazing? I think brings you back to life. But you get there'll be um you know you have to kind of re relearn the spells and stuff like that if you're used to Final Fantasy stuff. But but I don't know. I'm sure I've said it before on this show, but I think Dragon Quest as a series is better than Final Fantasy as a series, hands down. Because the Dragon Quest games are better. Like they're all. I mean, Final Fantasy what has maybe six good ones. Dragon Quest has. Ten good ones, as far as I know. I haven't played the MMO, but I mean, all the ones that I played, I thought. Were I good. like the straightforward nature of Dragon Quest so far, and like Final Fantasy is always trying to like change things up and introduce all these crazy, obscure new things like yeah. card games and that are necessary. And you know what, Final Fantasy VIII, which is coming out soon, but like for the switch but like where you have to like draw your spells i don't know it's just like they keep changing the fundamentals and in a way I, you know that's a good that's a refreshing thing a lot of people would say you know that they're brave enough to do that but until you get to 13 i, I, I don't know dragon <laughs> quest feels like a nice warm blanket when i'm playing it it's like very feels very familiar even though it's a new universe that i haven't really mm. delved into much but like you know i remember reading an article when the original you know when dragon quest 11 came out for uh ps4 and xbox or i don't know if it was just ps4 but just ps4 um, it was one it was one of the main reviews and i can't remember but they were talking about how like in japan you know it was a tradition to like just play it for like an hour before bed or something you know and i could totally get that like this does totally feel like something to just kind of like relax a little bit defrag and just sort of like mm. you go get immersed in this world like you know like you're reading a chapter of a book each night 
Yeah. And that's that's how this game feels. And I'm really, really looking forward to the full version. Yeah. But don't but don't think that it's easy because I definitely I would not, not say that it's that, easy. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's not. easy. Yeah. I'm just saying if anybody got that from that, I, I wouldn't say that it's an easy game. I mean, most RPGs, yes, if you grind, you know, you have a leg up on the next thing. But I, I imagine I'm going to die a lot in the future just because I didn't die in the demo doesn't mean that I won't in the future. But yeah, from what I can tell about the 2D stuff, you can only change at saving areas because you, you saw that grayed out in this version. Yeah. Like whenever you find a, a campsite, which campsites are new. Those those weren't in uh, the previous ones from what I played. Maybe they were in 10. I don't know. 10 only. 10 never came out here. That was the MMO one. I never played that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you at the campsites and at churches, you can change it to 2D there. So yeah, I'm really interested. Like Jess is going to play it all in 2D. So I'll watch her do it and report it on here, of course. And yeah, it'll be really interesting to see where they go with that. But Yeah, you know, that's awesome. I'm glad that she's going to do that. That way we have the comparison. It's basically, I mean, anybody anybody who's playing Dragon Quest that hasn't researched it or whatever, if you're playing and you're like, oh, man, this seems like so tropey or this seems so simple, that's like saying like the first movie of all time like had so many tropes because it was – Dragon Quest is like pretty much the first RPG on console. I mean, it is the first RPG. So like anything that you think may be generic on it, it's not because it created that shit. You know, so it has every right to do to be as simple as it is, you know, to saying anybody who's giving it shit. No, it's and it's an incredible series. And I recommend people play all of the games or any of the games if you can. I mean, you can buy you can buy pretty much all of them. I mean, you can buy all of them on Nintendo systems as of right now. You know, I did it. Uh, I played I played Dragon Quest one on my original NES, the one that I got from Nintendo Power. I played Dragon Quest two and three on Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Um I played four, five, four, five, and six are on DS. Uh, seven, eight, seven and eight are on 3DS. Nine is on DS as well. So, and you could, and if you can read, Jap- and if you can read Japanese, you can buy it off the Japanese eShop for the Switch. Dragon Quest Ten. There's just a lot of di- there's a lot of dialogue in there, so it's hard to get through if you can't speak it. But they're all available. I, I even have one. Yeah. I have number four on DS. Oh, you do? Okay, I do. Yeah, I don't remember how or why I came came about it. I think it might have been a deal where it was like. Eight bucks at GameStop or something, mm-hmm. so I thought I'd give it a try. But yeah, I got one. Yeah, four is four is cool. It's, it's not my favorite. Uh, that's a that's the one with Tornico in there, Tornico Taloon, which is a really fun part where you actually where you just get to go collect items and sell them from his shop. He he owns a weapon shop, so he was a cool character. That's probably my favorite thing from that game. But I think five is probably the best one for anybody who's looking to try it out but don't want to jump fully into eleven. Like that one has an incredible story and all that. But yeah, no, I really, I really, really like the demo a lot, and I wanted to like just talk about it like full spoilery, especially like that part where the king like tries to kill you. Like I was like, I thought that was really cool. That was a, a nice like, you know, it's very much like, oh, you think we're going this way, but we're gonna go this other way, and I like that. I like it when like games swerve, you know, from one one way to another, and then right after that, we go straight to Japan. You, you hit your you hit your Japan equivalent pretty pretty early in the game. With the, with the spas and all that, you know, like every RPG has to have a level that's yeah. basically Japan, which uh, uh, which is where my name came from, uh, Sensual Puff Puff. Oh yeah, yeah. There's actually I went, I went and got Puff Puff. You got the Puff Puff, yeah. And yeah, it's funny because there's been over the years there's been way different ways to explain Puff Puff in a di- in in the different ones. There's some there's a funny one in this one too that I saw as a spoiler through, through Twitter. I'm not going to say what it is because I want you to find it on your own, but. 
But yeah, there's some other ones that isn't just that Puff Puff. But Puff Puff is basically the equivalent of the um the lady from Zelda 2, you know, that's like, let me help you, and you go into her house. It's like kind of the same thing where it's like yep. suggested sort of that it might be sexual, but Dragon Quest has kind of gone beyond that and just made it like extra silly. Like I think in Dragon Quest Eight, they they rub slimes on your face, and that's what the Puff Puff is. Like it shows in this you one, it was a lady standing in front of what looked like a hot tub. Yeah, and she says, "Would you like sensual Puff Puff?" And she's kind of like doing like kind of like doing little sexy poses and stuff while she's standing in place, you yeah. know. And um, and it just you know the screen closes down, you know, goes black, and it says like puff puff or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. Maybe my energy was restored or something. I didn't notice a change yeah. in anything other than yeah, that's what it I, does. It, I just it, paid a little bit of money to get sensual puff puff. Did you did you find that a uh, storytelling lady like uh, by the castle in the beginning? Where you can pay her, you pay her like a hundred, a hundred coins, and she gives, and, and all she does is tell you that it's like cheaper in another area, and you don't get a, don't get a fortune. I thought that was funny. That's no, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're like in one, in, in the part where you have to get the dog to scare that guy to get to get yeah. into the castle. Like, there's there's a fortune teller tent that you can go to, and you don't get anything for paying her. All she she basically tells you that she that she ripped you off and that you're an idiot for paying her. It's pretty uh-huh. it's pretty hilarious. Like, I got a kick out of that. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right. I just lost a hundred coins on you. I just wanted to see what she would say, but yeah, that's what she said. She basically laughed at me and was like, he's like, I don't. She's like, I don't know why you did that. There's like a real place that you can go to that's half the price, and they'd actually tell you something. And I'm like, wow. All right. <laughs> well, you you just took my money, lady. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But no, yeah, it's really enjoyable. I know it's been out for, fuck, it's been out for what, like three years at least, like since since the Japanese one, and it took, I think it took like an entire year to come to Switch from the from the American PS4 launch. But yeah, no, I'm incredibly excited to play it. It's gonna be. I was thinking about it. I was like, I was like, man, I I, mean, I, I kind of always figured that it's gonna be my game of the year, probably, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though I was hoping for like Luigi's Mansion to be that, just because I love those games too. But and I was like, and I was like, oh, it's like, well, I don't really want to have a port for the game of the year. And I was like, wait, but no, my my last two game of the years have been ports, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> His last two yeah. years, it was uh, Doom and Ease, and both of those were ports, so obviously doesn't matter. I still to me, think but... I'll probably be Mario Maker too, but um, I don't know from this demo. If it's as engaging as it seems like it's going to be, it might be Forager. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured Forager would be up there, right? I have not played that game since the last time we spoke. And yeah, I feel very free about it. What, what's uh, a? <laughs> well, you know, you, it, it'll it'll bring you back with the DLC, right? Yeah, but I'm so happy I'm not playing it anymore. Oh my god, that game was sucking my life away. <laughs> what did what did you what did you call your character? What's your character's name? Is it Jer Jer? It's Jer Jer. Yeah, that's always my RPG name anymore. You didn't. You didn't start a new Twitch name, did you? A new, no. A new Twitch account. No. Oh, okay. Because there's a person named Jer Bears that watches me every time I play, so I wasn't sure if that was a different. Oh, account I would never be Jer Bear. I yeah, don't well... like that nickname. I've <laughs> had people try to test it out with me before, and I'm like, no, nope. thanks. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not a bear. There's yeah. There's there's a Jer Bear on there. Um, yeah, I I named my character Lodo after the hero in every Dragon Quest game, even though I altered it to Latoya on. Uh, on drag quest builders which i thought was fun but yeah no i i don't i don't like the name erdrick i know people say that just because it was in the uh in in the american versions of the nes version i just say keep it loto man keep it keep it the japanese one keep it on the down loto yeah keep it on the down loto but yeah no uh yeah the, the game is great the the monsters are 
very cool. Did you figure out how to control all of your characters in there? Like how to be able to give them commands? I did not. So I feel kind of dumb about that because I saw there was like tactics, but I assume tactics would be something like uh, it was in Tales of Symphonia where you would like, you know, sort of have like, um, you know, well, you focus on healing or you focus on this, that and the yeah. other. Well, it, it is. So it, it is that, too. You can act, you can tell them to do different things if you want. You can. Yeah, you can. do. But I didn't know you could individually control each character, which it seems like. It's very turn-based, so I don't think that, like, the enemy's not going to keep attacking you if you're taking a while to choose your attacks, right? Like, it's still going to be turn-based, even if yeah, I don't you think... spend more time with yeah, each character. No, I don't think they'll attack you while you're in your menu. I, 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 it hasn't happened to me. It's not, like, real-time in that way. No, I think it's... Uh, but, I, but I know it does have to do with your uh, with your speed stat. So, like, you might, like you might not always attack first because of that. Mm-hmm. But also... Now you can sort of sneak up on guys and hit them, hit them with your sword, like before they attack you, and that also. Am I just imagining it, or do weaker enemies run away from you? Like once you've leveled up enough, Uh, they probably do. I mean, they they did in other Dragon Quest games. Okay, I thought that was a nice touch. They they do that in uh, they do that in Grandia too. I thought that was cool that the weaker enemies run from you, but it's not like does that in Earthbound, right? Yeah, but they don't automatically die like in Earthbound. That's the best. I wish other people would adopt that. Even though I think you know, I think you can do that in Tokyo Mirage sessions at some point. If one there, if one's weak again, you weak enough, you can hit it and it'll automatically die. So I guess there is in that, and you do the same thing in that where you can sneak up on him and hit him with a sword, and then you'll get a preemptive strike and that type of thing. But no, it's like it's basically like getting a it's basically like getting a ten hour trial of of the game, and everything carries over to the final version. And I I recommend it to anybody. It's it's fucking free, man. Give it a look. Like NX has been trying to like push Dragon Quest on America for so long. Like, I mean, they're giving away Dragon Quest for free back in the Nintendo Power Days. Like we've like Japan's really been trying to get people to get into it because it's so huge there. And I'm hoping that with the popularity of the Switch, like maybe this will be and, and, and it's not like Dragon Quest eleven didn't sell well on PS4. It definitely did, but I'm hoping that it sells that it sells really, really well on the Switch once it comes out. And next month, the end of next month, which is such a long time from now. You can always run around and grind, I guess, if you really want to <laughs> with the time, you know, and in the meantime. But yeah, no, I, I 100% recommend it. It's my pick of the week just because I haven't got to play Astral Chain yet and all that. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed every moment of it. I really liked all the story. Like, I liked all the characters. I'm invested. I think I think everybody's really cool. And I yeah, I recommend it to anyone. It's, uh, yep, it's check free. It out. It's free. It's awesome. It carries over. It, I, w- I was actually really disappointed that I didn't get a full 10 hours out of it. I thought I had a couple more hours in there. I was like, man, damn. I, I was already like, what? you know, had my, had my drink by me. It was, I, we had a new, we got a new couch, you know, I was all like reclined just playing it. <laughs> yeah. I got new glasses. So everything's, everything's prettier now. It's like everything's shinier. Cause it's, it's not shit, uh, shit all HD over glasses. it. That's what it feels like. Cause I've been wearing glasses with scratches on them for like three years. So it feels like I, Bought a new TV for my face, pretty much. That's what life feels wow. like. It's weird. Yeah, it was it was a trip, like getting used to it. But yeah, when you told me you like had finished the demo, uh, from that very second, I was like, no, at any second, like I'm, it's going to tell me the game's over. Like I had that like the pre disappointment that it was going to end soon. Oh soon. yeah. So did, when it did end, though, it was like you said, it was so abrupt that I was like, oh man, <laughs> it's just like. like and there's not even a, there's not even a noise. It's just I thought you it know it stops like, you and it's like end that boss, <laughs> yeah, the pot boss. So I was like, okay, well, this is where it's going to end, and it kind of does. But no, it has you go to the next location. I'm like, all right, cool. I get to play a little bit more before. Nope. Yeah. Well, it gets to the point to where you 
yeah, we're now and, and, and it had just given you the fast travel spell. What the hell? Oh yeah, the Zoom, which I made plenty of jokes about that and uh, concerning uh, Game of Thrones. When when I was oh, like uh, I was like, hey, they they learned a, they learned a Zoom spell. That's how they got there so quick. Yeah, no, Zoom is great. I I hope that they still do. Like in this, this was a joke in previous Dragon Quest games. But if you try to use Zoom indoors, it doesn't work because your character kind of like flies out, and if there's a ceiling above you, you hit the ceiling. So I just thought that was cute. Uh, hopefully they do that in this one too. It'll actually do an animation of you trying to fly out and you hit the ceiling and you can't leave, and it's like uh, you can't leave. So I just thought that was a cool thing. Hopefully you know, one thing I that. could do, and I just thought of it, if I want to get keep up with my Dragon Quest fix, but I don't want to spend any money. Besides playing the ones I already have, which I you do play have the one old two, ones, but I could play one of the ones on my uh, on my hack Destiny S Classic that have the fan translations. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should play five. I highly recommend five. It's it's very good. Uh, I mean, play six too if you want. Yeah. But I think uh, if I if I was recommending anybody to play Dragon Quest who haven't played it before, I'd say five. Like I like three is really really good too, but it's not. It's like older, so it is kind of a little bit harder to get around to figure out like what you're doing and like where you need to go to the next spot. You know, you need a guide for it, but I think five is solid, super solid. I mean, yeah, you get to play through as one character. Like you get you're you're born in the beginning of it. That's awesome. Like that doesn't really happen much in games. You hear yourself cry in the very beginning of the game. Worth checking out. All right. Well, uh, if I think, is, did you have any final thoughts that you wanted to say about the Dragon Quest Eleven demo? S elusive age echoes. <laughs> I don't think it, anything that I haven't already said. Yeah, no, it, it's day, super... day one purchase for sure. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I mean, it's it'll be out before before we go to Japan, so I'm hoping to play it play it a lot there when it, when it comes out. But yeah, it's awesome. It's come out really well. Uh, people seem to be really into it. But uh, yeah, let's let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about some news. Nintendo Maniacs, would you like to get some bonus content from your friends at Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you could do that very thing. For $5 a month, you can hear some extra bonus stuff, which we are going to call Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. Here's a taste right here. And I realized that I was in Pershing Square, which was a level in Tony Hawk 3. Oh, Remember yeah. that? That weird, uh, like, outdoor structure that has, like, lots of cubes and, like, the purple spheres. And you have to, like, ride oh, yeah, yeah. and spheres rolls where, around. Where, where the earthquake is, where, where you create the earthquake from riding the quake rails. And there's, yep. and there's like, was there a car chase there, too, while you were there? <laughs> not not, not in real life. But I had, the thing is, I had no idea that that was a real place. Yeah. There, yeah. Now, like, all of a sudden, I was in it, walking around. I think, this is the Tony Hawk 3 level. It's wow. real. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
It's not growing. What do you mean? Oh, uh, the question mark block. I hit it, and the, the bean popped out of the top, but the vine didn't grow out. Oh, I guess it must be a podcoin. Wait, what is podcoin? Well, podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts. Like, you can listen to podcasts like us, Nintendo Main, or Drunk Monday on there. And uh, many, many other podcasts that you like to listen to. Basically, the way it works is you get points. You get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast, and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code Nintendo Main, and you'll start with 300. It's Nintendo Main. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out. Wow, I was just trying to get the cloud world. talk about the news actually you know what i should have said this in the in the opening of the show but is overwatch coming to switch it seems to be uh seems to be like it's going to happen yeah so there was a listing on amazon for a switch case um that's where this started from mistakenly posted too early i guess where they have the overwatch logo on it and it's the official licensed nintendo switch case the same one that most people have from uh, power a yeah so it's the real deal. It's not some of a homemade case. It's an Overwatch branded Switch case. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. What what a, what a way to leak a game. I mean, that's that's new, right? Has anybody actually leaked leaked a, a case that has a game title on it? Like that's <laughs> new, right? I've seen. I feel like every type of way to leak a game has happened. Like there was the Ubisoft guy where like somebody like <laughs> saw his laptop on a plane or something like that. But yeah, this is new. Yeah. Pretty sure I've heard of like accessories coming out early. They're branded accessories. I don't know about cases. Yeah, accessories kind of sort of revealed the Switch early on. I remember, and same with um, the Switch Lite. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then the interesting thing is this rumor. Again, it's not been confirmed. It's been you know, it's just a, a leak, but not been confirmed. So this quote unquote rumor has led to another rumor, What's... which is that the other rumor is that well, there's this character. Uh, that's going to be revealed for for Smash, and uh, people think that it's going to be Tracer from Overwatch. Yeah, it's rumored to be um, a female character who nobody is like talking about or clamoring for. So it's going to be unexpected, is what this says. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and I think I feel like all of their characters are pretty unexpected. I don't think anybody was clamoring for a Piranha Plant. <laughs> I don't think everybody True. was like, man, I really wish I could play as a piranha plant. <clears throat> I mean, I ended up being an interesting character, but I'm sure they'll do well with it. But it, it kind of makes me feel like, if, do you guys rem- you guys remember the, um, what was it called? PlayStation All-Stars, that game? <laughs> PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, Super Patch, whatever it was called. A lot of the characters in there were from shooters, and I thought it was weird to see characters that just use guns in a fighting game. you know. And that's kind of how 
I mean, I, I don't, I've never played Overwatch. I know it's a huge game. I know you can do other stuff and it's like squad based or whatever. But yeah, to have a character, yeah. it's like putting Doom Guy in there, which people are like, oh, we should have Doom Guy. And I'm like, why? He just has guns. You know, right. I mean, aside from like it's sticking his, aside from like sticking his thumb in, in your eyeball or something like, which isn't going to happen in, in Smash, it's kind of like, what's he going to no. do? You know, I mean, the original Dime, Doom guy couldn't even jump. <laughs> He's not going to do. You know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird to see him to see him jumping around with the Smash Brothers guys. At least it wouldn't really, it wouldn't be fit. It wouldn't yeah. fit for me. I'd be like, oh, that seems weird because Doom guy, yeah, he just runs around and shoots demons and just tries to live. You know, not only that, but he's a generic character. I mean, let's. You know, to be honest, his name is Doom Guy, and you don't even see him because he's it's first person perspective. Yeah, most of the time you don't see him. So I, I think he's like probably the least likely candidate for for a Smash. Yeah. All the characters are, are actually like characters. You know, you see them on the screen; they have interesting, not generic designs, and people love them. So yeah, I, I think as far as the Overwatch character, I think that's that could happen. Sure. I saw someone made a meme on. I think it was on the. Uh, nvc podcast group it was showing like uh i can't remember what the meme itself was but it was like showing somebody like you know speculating about overwatch and then being based on the case and then in the same picture it showed someone speculating on waluigi based on the chair the chair the purple and uh yellow oh, yeah. chair and yeah, the yeah. direct the hind sack right <clears throat> when he was talking uh, right yeah about waluigi so it's kind of like i don't know i think that was a bit more of a stretch than the case but yeah, the case the case meet there's something pretty solid. the case has to mean something. Yeah. I mean there's definitely a case for something there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it's like I said, it's the case is just kinda like yeah, I mean it's why would you make that if it wasn't coming to Switch? Even though it's like really I mean we never saw I'm sure we did. I mean, was there like Fortnite cases? They I know there was like a system that you could buy that came with like Fortnite currency. Mm-hmm. I don't know about a case. It's yeah. A... It's a weird thing. But also what I felt like spawned from this as far as another rumors thing was uh now people are talking about a supposed September Nintendo Direct. Now that's coming around again. Right. There's rumors that's of because a new there was a bunch of un on um unnamed releases on a GameStop list. Uh, they need they to. Said they, this, they a need bunch to, of games are coming out. But they don't have names all of a sudden. So they need to stop said, oh, doing that. Must mean a direct is around the corner. <laughs> Nintendo, or GameStop should shop should stop doing that. They seem to. I feel like they do that like all almost however many months. Maybe that's why they're going out of business. Yeah, GameStop is going to stop doing everything soon. So you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. They're just going to turn into a Funko Pop online source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can, I can't. I can't get over this. The gate. I know I've mentioned it before, but the GameStop having a booth at the at that PopCon we went to. Yeah, yeah. Just like wow, so artisanal GameStop. <laughs> please buy a pop figure, please. No, uh, yeah, I, and they'll have a hotline. You can call them, and they'll make fun of your game choices right there. What uh, three dollars per minute? <laughs> that's what you can do. <laughs> that's that's my that's my memory of GameStop. Them uh, giving me shit for buying GameCube games. Yeah, I'm talking to you, GameStop. I'm not. I'm not upset that you're that you're closing. Well, it sounds like a common experience. Uh, you know, Retronauts host Bob Mackey has spoken about like yeah, yeah, having a sexuality questioned for buying certain games at GameStop back in the day. Oh yeah, no, dude, they made fun of me for getting Mar- for getting um, what was it? Uh, for getting the WarioWare game for GameCube, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you don't even know, man. I was like, you you don't know, you don't know. You don't know fucking WarioWare. WarioWare right, is the a, shit. A, screw you because you don't know anything. And B, like, what? You want us to buy things from you. This yeah, is right, your retail right. store. I what also, the hell? I also got shit for uh, 
for buying Beautiful Joe. They people made fun of me for that, and I was like, "Really?" I was like, "I was like, you obviously don't know what this is." And I tried to try to explain that to them. And they're like, "Oh, it sounds like Blinks for uh, Xbox." I'm like, "I'm like, ah, you you filthy casuals, get out of my face." Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was very I was very elitist at that time, so I was just, I just kind of shrugged it off. I'm like, "You guys don't even know. You work at GameStop. You don't know anything about games." <laughs> That's probably what I said. What I said, but still, yeah, no, they gave me all sorts of shit for buying for buying Nintendo games. There, you know, it's like. Fuck you, man. I'm buying a game from you. What do you care? <laughs> you know, they should be encouraging about it, but whatever. And now everybody loves the GameCube. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking about 64 for our Patreon episode, $1 a month, please. You can listen to it. Yeah, we were doing the same thing where like people were, because yeah, people were really down on 64 when it came out now, or when it came out at the time, but people love it now. It's like, right. I loved it when it came out, but it got a lot of shit because it didn't have CD based or whatever, but. You know, there our friend pattern with Nintendo systems. Our friend, our friend Martin like, does the whole thing about out it. Yeah. a lot of times, and then they become the classics. And everybody's like, "Oh, the N64." Wasn't that way when it was actually out? People like the PlayStation more. Yeah. You know why they get derided? Because they're scared. <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. Well, yeah, just to automatically hate the thing that's popular. That's why I see way too much shit on Facebook about how much everyone hates Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm like, come on, shut up, man. It's gonna be good. And it, you'll you'll love it. You're gonna it buy out. it. <laughs> you're gonna buy it. You're gonna buy it. Still, you're gonna you're gonna yell about it, but you're gonna buy it. I mean, I'm There's excited. There's one more rumor about you it. gotta talk about. Okay. Oh, what this? I think this isn't even anything worth mentioning. <laughs> I think there's absolutely can... <laughs> nothing too. So they posted. Nintendo posted. I think they're just a trolling of us. Mario yeah. on a beach trolling eating watermelon, and they used in the in the in the post they used the word sunshine, like get out and enjoy the sunshine or something like that. And then people said, oh, Mario Sunshine HD, Mario Sunshine 2. Yeah, like, they're going off the wall about this. Like, it's it's a total, you know, it's a total troll, though. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's it's like the flaming chibi. It's the same thing where they just, they know that they can yeah. fuck with you like that. There's it, also right. like the, uh, the theory that it could be maybe not DLC for Mario Odyssey, but maybe like Mario Odyssey 2 will have a sunshine themed world or something. Well, he also has like two two seeds on his face. Does that mean? Uh, that oh, it's, it's two. It, does that mean that it's definitely uh, Super Mario Sunshine? Oh, and it's and there's going to be farming in the new Mario game. <laughs> and this picture was just planting the seed. I see. Oh, yeah. he's, he's yeah, also talking together. He's also not wearing a hat and not overalls. So that means that he will not be wearing a hat and no overalls in the next game. Also, he got he finally got fired from his plumbing job for not showing up for twenty five <laughs> <35 years>. years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it it's you know people online. So I guess there's another thing that was announced here: Shovel Knight Dig. I don't know what system it's for. It, it I mean, I'm sure it'll be on Switch, but. New uh new Shovel Knight game, Shovel Knight Dig. Doesn't that sound like an iOS game, like like Sonic Run or something? Yeah, does kind of sound like that. It struck me as that when I saw that. Yeah, I what's just, it look like? I haven't seen the trailer. I just watched the trailer though. It doesn't look like an iOS game. It actually reminds me a lot of SteamWorld Dig. Is is what it looks like, but with Shovel Knight. Yeah, like, or Drill Dozer. Yeah, or yeah, or even going dug. farther back. Uh, yeah, Dig Dug. Looks like Dig Dug too. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's a lot of um, a lot of digging, obviously. But you know, it looks fun. I mean, it looks uh, the art style is a little bit different. I'm surprised that I'm really surprised that Yacht Club is still staying in the Shovel Knight world, especially since where the fuck is King of Cards at? That game I feel like has been on has been like in development hell forever. Wasn't that supposed to come out like two years ago or something? 
I don't even know what that is. Uh, King of know. King of Cards is the final Shovel Knight DLC. Like mm. you, you own it, Jeremy, because you bought the treasure trove, right? Uh huh. You own it. Oh, so you, it's and don't even I know that it, you I just did. haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, no, it was supposed to be after the Specter of Torment. That was the next one, and that was the last Shovel Knight thing that they're going to do. And oh, the one that's based off King Knight. Okay. Yeah, King Knight, that one, and it's like. It never came out. Like, remember there were Amiibo? Like, there was Amiibo set that was supposed to come with it. Uh, we had Corey on the show from uh, Nintendo Power Block and or NX Project or NX Show, um, and he played it. At, at, uh, he played it at PAX East like a couple years ago. Like, it's been it's been around to a bunch of different shows, playable. It just never got a release date and it never came out. I'm like, what's happening with that game? Because I really I feel like it's been in development forever. Like it was supposed to be a Wii U game, even pre like pre Switch. It's like, and I think it will still come to Wii because it was part of the. It would come to Wii U because it was part of the, um, uh, whatever you call it, the where you give them the money. What's that called? Pre purchase. Uh, Kickstarter. It was, it was part. Of, it was all part oh, of the Kickstarter. Kickstarter bonus and all that. But it's weird that they're showing another game and and uh, and then the the King Knight game never came out. So that's well, all. Well, this I'm is not exclusively Yacht Club that made this. It's a it's a joint project between them and Nitrome, which I don't know who Nitrome is. But it says here on the uh, press release that it's been in, in development for over a year. So yeah. And still makes it sound like they started it after they started developing a King of Cards. Yeah, so it's about like the same level, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks cool from what I saw of it. It's yeah, it's very much, very much looks like SteamWorld Dig, but with Shovel. Knight. I like that it starts with you know the trailer starts with Shovel Knight at his safe place, you know where you're supposed to be safe, and he gets attacked at his campsite. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We're supposed to be able to hang. So out. that's an interesting way to. Uh, to make a side game. Like, I don't know if this is going to be considered a true sequel. Um, it's like, you got to go get a bunch of money. So maybe in a way it's almost like a WarioWare game too, or a Wario world game too, in that regard that like, it's all about the cash. Shovel Knight. I got him. I, you have him too, right? The, the amiibo. He's, he's in here. Oh yeah. You're just, you're still in the box because you can still use it in the box. No, I know. I just, I like, I like to open them. Yeah. There's supposed to be more of those shovel Knight amiibo. that never came out other than that one, but it's a cool, it's a cool character. Hey, I you know I like Shovel Knight. I'm I'm for it. It, it hasn't really hasn't said what systems it'll be on, but it'd be really dumb to not have it on Switch. It looks fun. It'll so the art Switch. styles definitely you know because I think the first Shovel Knight leaned heavily into like a, a very late late era NES aesthetic. You know, like not quite Super Nintendo, but almost there. But this definitely looks like Super Nintendo aesthetic in the graphical style. Yeah, or maybe even like early PS One. You know, really big, pretty sprites, and it looks cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I've seen of it so far, I'm definitely interested, especially having played through Shovel Knight recently, and I kind of fell off of it, but I was playing Plague Knight and sort of just kind of starting to grasp how that gameplay works. Did did you finish Shovel Knight all the way through? Yeah, I beat Shovel Knight. Okay, cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd beat it all the way. I did. Yeah, it's 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 a good game. I I say um I say do uh I think I said I'm sure I said it before but I say sp- skip Plague Knight go to Spectre of Torment I think that one's better yeah. since you have all of them now and Spectre of Torment I like the way the character moves a lot better I feel like it's a lot smoother and I think the levels are more interesting like the way you attack stuff Plague Knight I honestly really didn't play that much of it kind of just bounced off me pretty quickly so but Spectre Knight I played most of I still want to beat it just because it was one of my very first. I think it was the first game I bought for Switch when it, when I got the Switch, so it kind of 
you know, has a special place in my heart because of that. But speaking of things that don't have a place in my heart, I guess they sort of do. Uh, Lion King and Aladdin HD remastered <laughs> games. You know what? You know, so we did an Aladdin episode way back when, and I, I feel kind of regretful about my choice. I, I chose uh, Sega. The Sega one is the better one, but I think the Super Nintendo one is better. I, I've, I kind of really? go back on that. It's just, better. Yeah, just because I think it – because I played both of them. I had not played both of them at the time, and now that I've played both of them, kind of like – I think the Super Nintendo one is much more playable. I think it's I think it's aged a lot better. I think the Sega one's kind of broken a little bit, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. But well, maybe they fixed it here. Yeah, but where are we getting? So are we getting both versions? Is that is that what so, I heard? They're doing a combination. Getting, so what we're getting is there was some confusion. There was a, a leak yesterday, but it's been officially revealed today. We're getting an Aladdin and Lion King classic game combo pack. Basically, uh, it's under a, a banner called Disney Classic Games, which is pretty exciting. That means they're going to probably continue releasing classic games. But um, here in this collection, we get. Um, a couple different versions of each game. So here's how it breaks down. We're going to get Aladdin, the Sega Genesis version. We're going to get Aladdin, the Game Boy version. Which was based the, on the Sega version. Yeah, which is like based the, on the Sega version. version. Yeah. Uh, and then we're getting, but that includes the Super Game Boy version with, you know, the color and all that. And then we're getting something called Aladdin Final Cut, which according to IGN, they don't know quite what that is. Yeah, it's a Final Cut, a special edition of I some think- kind. Yeah. Um, then we're also getting the trade show demo, which this was the version that has never been publicly released, um, but it was available at, I guess what they played at a trade show, CES or something back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, we're getting for Lion King, we're going to get the Sega Genesis version. We're going to get. Hold, hold on, though. Hold on. Ins- Wait. Yep. So there's no Super Nintendo version of Aladdin in here? No. Super- like the reason is. That's dumb. Yeah, all these games, all these games are published. Were published by Virgin Interactive. Mm-hmm. Everyone on here is a, a Virgin game. Okay. Super Nintendo was a Capcom game. That's the reason. Uh, okay. That's not because on here. yeah, the Game Boy Color one was. I do remember that saying Virgin. Right. Okay, so then that's why because because when you were talking earlier about like this maybe being a series of games, I was like, oh cool, then maybe that's why Ducktales was pulled. But no, that was a Capcom game, so that's different. Oh, I wow. Actually, I'm looking at the Aladdin one right now, and it says it was published by Ubisoft. Ubisoft. I wonder if they're connected. Or the Sega one? Version. Oh, the Game Boy one? Which one do you have? I, mean, I don't know if you can see it. It's oh, way down on the bottom there. You probably yeah. can't, but no, yeah. it says I, I, Ubisoft yeah, on it. I believe you. I just, I don't know. That's nuts. But, I didn't ever realize that. Well, there's so there's the Lion King Genesis version, the Lion King Super Nintendo, and the Lion King Game Boy slash Super Game Boy version. Yeah. I never. Uh, so that's what we're getting for the games. I never played any of those games, but all I heard is people said they were really, really hard. So I just never really looked in, looked into it. I, I like had, the Lion King one. I had the Lion King on Game Gear, which I'm surprised they didn't include that because that was a Virgin Interactive game too. I don't know what the reason is for not including that, but um, yeah, I'm excited to try the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, this reminds yeah. me a lot of the uh, Castlevania collection, the way you're describing it. Yeah, and actually, it was. Um, it's developed by what's the company's name? Developed by a company that does a lot of these classic collections, like the Mega Man collection. They do is a it, lot of the SNK collections. Is it M two? Not M two. Uh, oh. I have. I wrote the name down here somewhere. Because M two M two does most of the. Um, I know they do all of the Sega Ages stuff, and they also do all of the. Uh, they they also do all the all the like arcade arcade stuff on Switch, like the like they did um, Donkey Kong and 
Mm, I think I wrote it in the Slack here. But yeah, the game is going to include also uh, soundtracks for both games. You can swap out either one that it sounds like you can swap out either one that you want. Like if you don't want to listen to mm-hmm. the Genesis music on the Super Nintendo, you can swap it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Less farty. Uh, <laughs> make it less farty. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, I, I do still like the soundtrack of the Genesis one. I mean, it's Tommy Tallarico. Same guy who wrote the Earthbound mm-hmm. or not Earthbound Earthworm Jim soundtrack, which is also a great soundtrack. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm pretty excited for these games. I, I don't know about it's going to be thirty bucks. I'm, we'll see how already I'm having to spend thirty bucks on I, Aladdin. I played that game to death, and then well, you can play version. I played that a lot. Yeah, too, I own so. all these games. I, well, I guess I don't have uh, Aladdin. I don't have Lion King on the Genesis, but I think it's pretty much the same game. Yeah, I mean, you're basically it, it's kind of like. It, it is kind of like those Konami collections, like a, like the Contra collection, which is basically like ten different versions of Contra. It's basically, it's right. basically what they are, you know. That's kind of that seems to be what this is. It's like if you really like those Aladdin games on Sega, well, hey, you get to play every fucking version of it. <laughs> you know, same with the Lion King. Yeah, it's like the ultimate edition. If you really like these games, then it's for you. Um, it's made by Digital Eclipse, which is the same company that did okay. the Disney Afternoon Collection. Yeah, okay, that's uh, why you think that maybe. Maybe right. uh, Ducktales would be in there, but 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 uh, but it makes me think that it isn't just because of uh, the removal of the Super Nintendo Aladdin with Capcom. That makes me kind of now that Disney owns not. everything, it makes sense that they're like releasing all these games too. Like they're just right. just gonna rake in the co- the cash from all of us. Yeah, they already have it. You just piff it up a little bit and re-release it. I think that's the reason. I mean, Ducktales was just pulled two weeks ago. I'm like almost certain that's the reason. It's because they want to rein it all in and then re-release it under the Disney Classic Games banner. Yeah, but they didn't. But why didn't why didn't they pull a Disney After Afternoon Collection for PS4? Like why didn't uh, they, why didn't they do that if they if they're going to rebrand it as a different thing? I don't, I wouldn't put I don't know I wouldn't bet on that that that's happening. But at least there's you know something to fuel the fire of speculation besides rumor. If there really is a game coming out, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want I want Ducktales on uh, on the Switch. Even though by the time it comes out, I will have already beaten it on Wii U. So there you go. More more Disney stuff on there, I guess. I don't I don't th- I mean I really don't have any desire to play Aladdin or Lion King. So this is a no for me. But I do. But I'll just do it on that my original copies. Yeah. I, I mean, I have I don't have Lion yeah. King, but I have both Aladdins, so I I can play them. You know, no problem. I, would do I have it. Genesis. I would do it if Nintendo. the price is right. I think. Twenty bucks, maybe fifteen bucks. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah, but not for thirty bucks for me. Except played just because I played them so much. If you've never played them, then I think it's worth thirty bucks. Yeah. So, um, Mega Man Zero ZX is coming to Switch. I didn't see this. Yeah, we're getting. Um, this is PS4 only. So, yeah. oh. I just put that on there because well, you know, what is what is the likelihood that it's not going to come to Switch? <laughs> it's really weird for but, it not to not to come to Switch because those are. I'm pretty sure the ZX, those were DS games, right? Or were those Game Boy Advance games? They they were portable games. I remember. I know that. This, I'm, pretty, pretty, I'm pretty sure that ZX was, it was either DS or Game Boy. Anytime I see ZX, I, I think I, I say it ZX in my head because of the ZX spectrum that I've heard so much about the uh, computer from the 80s in the UK. Oh, these are the ZX spectrum versions. Okay. Huh. No, yeah, Mega Man ZX is a <laughs> DS or, or DS games, and they're really good, actually. So it really that really bums me out that it's not coming to that it wouldn't be coming to Switch because it's a Nintendo game. <laughs> it was already on the system. 
Jeez. It's going to be Mega Man Zero, one through four, which is a weird thing to say. It's, and then Mega so Man ZX, mean, and the, <laughs> ZX Advent. Does that mean there's four? There's actually five in there? Because zero counts as one. <laughs> zero, one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Zero with no comma. Yes. And which of, which of the ZXs were on there? ZX and ZX Advent. Okay. Yeah, those are... Oh, uh, that's uh, based off the Advent children. Yeah, that's oh, what I thought of. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know much about I don't know much about Mega Man Zero, but I know uh, I know I know that ZX was was uh, critically acclaimed on on the uh, on the on the Nintendo DS. So it's really it's really a shame that it's not it's not on other things. You um, got a release date for Mario Kart Tour. Uh, Zero Zero was also on DS, by the way. Uh, Zero was on oh, Game was Boy it? Advance, DS, Wii U, PlayStation Four, Xbox, and it says Nintendo <laughs> Switch. So. I think it is coming because I, there's no, as far as I know, there's no Mega Man Zero on Nintendo Switch right now. According to according to Wikipedia, it shows them on the on the platform for it. It says the last release came out in 2005. So I'm say I say that it's that it's coming, coming to Switch. Not that I believe everything. Oh, they they there was a Zero collection on Nintendo DS, so it has been on there. I I, don't, I think I think it's still coming out. What what were you saying? What what, what, what were we moving on to? Sorry. Oh, some other Nintendo news. We got Mario Kart Tour, the release date. You don't want to reveal this. September twenty fifth. You don't talk about Ashen? I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that, whatever that is. It looks all right. Uh yeah, no, uh, so Mario Kart Tour has an official release date. It comes out two days before Dragon Quest Eleven, Definitive Edition, echo, echoes of everything. Um it Never also, mind, I'm getting that instead. <laughs> it and, and keep in mind it also comes out five days after Link's Awakening. Don't forget about Link's Awakening. It's coming out the week before Dragon Quest Eleven. Not getting that either. How to get Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's stand, sandwiched right between right between two of the biggest games of the year, I think. So uh yeah, Mario Kart Tour. And plus, you know, we had Jess on the show before. It's not fun. She said it wasn't fun and I and I believe that from what I from what I heard from her. I didn't get to play it, but it didn't sound great from from what she was saying. I don't know. There is a trailer out if anybody wants to see it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I mean I it's know. free it, I, I, it's I'll free to it play, right? Surprise if I enjoy yeah. it, but I'm not like waiting for it. I just don't give a damn about mobile games. Sorry, yeah. mobile games. I mean I, I like you. I, I liked Doctor Mario World more than I thought I would. I d I don't really play it that much anymore, but I still I'll boot it up every once in a while if I'm somewhere where I'm where I'm forced to try to find entertainment out of my phone and no other better electronic system. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's free. It's free to play. We can try it out, but yeah, no, it has an official date. Actually, I thought it'd be sooner from the way they, cause they sent me an email and all that. And I thought it would be, I don't know, it would come out quicker than that. But well, of course we'll talk about it on here. That'll be right before we right before I leave the country. So, uh, the 3ds, has uh even though it's disappeared from the website it still has a firmware update so they're still rocking it in that in that way <laughs> we mentioned that earlier that it that erased and talked about the money the firmware update is actually a cyanide pill and it's gonna slowly die <laughs> here you go grandpa this is just normal applesauce eat up oh <laughs> sad 3ds you know the 3ds will always live if you remember it that's all i'm saying star trek it'll too, always baby. live in our hearts <laughs> not so much our pockets but you know yeah hearts. it does it does fit better than the than the switch does in your pocket that's all i'm saying so um, i think i think in 10 years people are going to look back at the 3ds as one of the best systems ever made it's just there, it no is longer a good in system. vogue at the moment oh no of course they will i mean it's good it's a good system now just the fact that it, it has and it has backwards compatible with ds i mean i think ds is an incredible system too 
You know, oh, yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff to play on that. The Game Boy Advance, great. Incredible system. Yeah, even if you have the one that can play the Game Boy Advance, you have both. Uh, somebody hacked uh, Super Mario 64 inside Odyssey. That's uh, seems to happen cool, a lot. Yes. I'm sure it looks cool. I, I, honestly, you know, that's I would if I could get any sort of remake, I'd rather have a remake of 64 than uh, than Sunshine. I'd like. I to- don't care about. 64 being remade i think it's great the way it is it i mean it's, it's great but it's better it's a better game than sunshine hands down sunshine would be better with a remake though because maybe they could yeah make the controls a little less <laughs> i mean the controls are great on the gamecube but i'm just saying maybe figure out those robo ducks approachable yeah well they got to find a way nice to... to see super mario 64 in, in hd though oh yeah no it's it's like the first I mean, it, it was it revolutionized so many 3D games at the time, so it really should be. I guess the other good. thing being that Mario 64 is perfect as it is, and Sunshine felt like an incomplete game at the time, so mm-hmm. what if we got a re-release with like some extra content that made it feel more flushed out? Some yeah. gameplay or control improvements. More levels. Yeah. I'd say. But uh, let's, let's talk about this, uh, just because we've been kind of following it, let's talk about the Mortal Kombat movie stuff, because we've been talking about it a lot. On this sure. show, I haven't looked yet. Who got cast as the people? Is it? Uh, uh, let's see. Is it what's her face? Their names on here. The um, it's it's not the it's not the fighter that was in the game. Okay, I already forgot her name. The UFC, the UFC lady. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. It's, it's not her. Let's see. No, it is Jessica McNamee from the uh, the movie The Meg. Never saw it. And then Josh Josh Lawson is playing Kano, and he's from House of Lies. Didn't see that either. And uh, Ludi Lin as Liu Kang. So there you go. Tabanobu Asano as as Raiden. McKen- I mean, you got to look into this any way you want as far as the casting. So far, nobody, to my knowledge, uh, nobody like famous or, or well-known has been uh, cast. But to me, that says like, yeah, either they're going to like throw this movie under the bus and forget it. I, I mean, I don't think that's likely to happen. No, I think it's, or, a, I think it's a good sign gonna, actually. I think, I think it's, a, I think what they're doing is putting their money into the production, into the directing the, like, and big, the writing name yeah, star yeah. and probably going to try to make a, a good story. Yeah, that's my guess and my hope as I, far as the casting goes. The guy, the guy who's playing Jax, Makad Brooks, I do know him from Supergirl. Mm-hmm. He plays Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl, and he's quite good. So I, I liked him in that. Yep. So, it'd be, so maybe they're just going for him. maybe they're going for the best people, and not necessarily just the most well-known people. Sure, for a cast like Mortal Kombat, which is going to be pretty big, it's probably the smart way to go. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, I'll see it. I'll see it for sure. I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. I, you know, I, I like I like the game. I think it was it was on my top ten of the year when it came out, but I haven't played it much. It's probably slipped. I don't know. It might still make it in there. But on the subject of the game, they've actually revealed the rest of the DLC stuff, which we haven't really talked about any of them that any of them yet, and I haven't really played as any of them. But we're actually doing. There's a I play games event tonight. Maybe Kevin has them, and we can play it. We can play them there. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Terminator. The T the T eight hundred Terminator. I kind of uh, that caught me off guard. Have, yeah, uh, it's, it's, Schwarzenegger. It's not. I mean, it's not his voice, but his image. Sort of. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's close enough to where he can sue them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the Terminator, the Joker, which that you know they do the they do the um, injustice stuff, so that makes sense. And Spawn, not to mention you know, in addition to was it uh, Night Nightwing Wolf, Nightwolf. 
And in, in, in addition to uh, Shang Tsung and Nightwolf, who are already out. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I haven't I haven't gotten any of them yet because I didn't get the full uh, season pass. But I don't know. Maybe I will. Oh, Sindel mm. also is in there. But the next, yeah, it looks like the next available character will be Terminator, the T, the two eight hundred Terminator, October eighth. Sindel, Joker, and Spawn. I was kind of hoping they would pull more stuff for movies because the last Mortal Kombat that they did, they had a, uh, they had the alien in there, and they had Jason, and they had and they had Red Leatherface. So it's like, I don't know, why not pull some more like horror characters? And like, and Freddy Krueger was in nine before that, so I don't know. I think I think horror movie slasher characters really fit well. Uh, Spawn, Spawn might be interesting. I guess uh, he was a playable character in uh, the Xbox version of Soul Calibur Two, which I never played. But I felt like Necrid was kind of like Spawn. But I'm glad Spawn's still getting some love somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's big in the '90s, and I feel like nobody really cares anymore. But it, it, it'd be funny if, uh, if like NetherRealm Studios like spun off and did a did a fighting game based on uh, image characters now from uh, from spawn instead of injustice it would be like spawn versus uh rick from the walking dead or something <laughs> we'll mix the saga people in there too you could you know you'd have a pretty amazing fighting game actually if you used a lot of the image characters you could it'd be some there'd be some interesting shit there'd be a whole lot of chains a whole lot of chains yeah yeah <laughs> well for spawn already in mortal kombat that's totally there it's true We've got uh, some news on uh, um, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, uh, what? What? See that? Does, it have, uh-huh. does it have a title? <laughs> no title still, but uh, Untitled Goose Game, the developers posted yesterday that they're going to tease more information. Um, well, they're, they're teasing that they're giving more information at PAX. So I don't know what PAX is. PAX is like right uh, now. Apparently that's the unveil. PAX is this weekend, so it's right around the corner. So hopefully we'll have stuff to talk about. So it was like that thing that people do on Twitter where they're like, oh, my God, I have a great announcement that I want to tell you all. Tune in tomorrow. Yeah, pretty much. They did the same thing kind of with the the Aladdin Lion King one. But, uh, yeah, I mean – what else? Uh, I read I read uh, some – I read some impressions from US Gamer uh, about – about the switch light. And I, and I didn't know, I don't know, for some reason I thought that it would still be able to do output, but that was the main thing that I gathered from it was, yeah, Mike Williams did, did a, did a, uh, a, like a kind of a preview of it, but it's actually designed to where like, even if you have a smaller dock, you can't, you can't do output on it, which I thought, I don't know, for some reason I thought that somebody would be able to hack it and still make it work, but that doesn't seem to be the case. But aside from that, he likes it as a handheld, system i'm sure it's really solid for what it is you know i i think it i think like um actually attaching the joy cons to it really help and like the i predicted there'd be a third party peripheral or like well similarly like a kickstarter project eventually that'll be like a dongle that you put on it that lets you dock it Mm -hmm. well i mean there are you can buy dongles where you don't because i've seen a lot of uh commercials for them on on uh facebook but there, there are ones that you can do where you just like plug into the wall and you plug your switch into it, so you can actually do kind of like the Wii U. You can actually play it your switch in your hand and on the TV at the same time. So there is already third-party stuff available for that. So I figured that it was going to use that, and then you'd have then you'd have a TV mode for the for the light. But it's not built for that at all. Like not even as that as an option because they don't want you to. They don't want it to be the switch. I don't think the hardware is within the console itself. 
to output video. It'll have to be somebody figure out a way to get in there or even like maybe open up, open up the system and do something with the internals. By the time you mod it, you're going to end up spending what you would have on a normal switch. So, mm-hmm. but they didn't mention it's still, I mean, it still lets you hook up joy cons, right? Yeah, you can, you can, yes, you can, uh, Bluetooth connect, whatever your are Cause in that us gamer review, it mentioned, you know, no kickstand. So you can't play it like, tabletop mode but you can you maybe can, even maybe there's not a maybe there's not a kickstand but you can still play a tabletop mode if you had separate joy cons right yeah yeah no you can you, you'd have to lean it on something but it's not like it's not really promoting the it's not really promoting it in, in itself because it doesn't have a kickstand but yeah i think uh i think that's good right is there anything you guys want to talk about aside from that i think we can wrap uh it up. i did kind of want to I, I thought it was cool like I know these arcade one-ups have been, um, I didn't, I think John posted this, but I, I know these arcade one-ups are kind of like a mixed review thing, especially like I have a, I follow a arcade group on Facebook and they, they hate these things because, you know, they're not true arcades, but oh, sure. I still think it's freaking right. cool. They're releasing a Ninja Turtle one which, and it which, looks like it's got Turtles in Time in it as well, right? I was going to say, so which, which, which one? There's like three of them. Because it says Turtles in Time on the side of it. So I wonder if it's, it's both of the arcade you know, and it's got four sets of Maybe. controls on it. So that actually sounds really cool. Well, I mean, all of them had the picture that's on it is the picture from the tur- from the first one with the fire. But they all all of them you could play as all four turtles in the arcade mode. But then no, I know that. But yeah. I mean, it's actually the arcade itself. You know, the hardware itself yeah. lets you do the four player thing, which you know it would be dumb for it not to. But I still think that. It's just I don't know. It makes it a cool thing. But yeah, if you look at it, if you look at it, it says Turtles in Time on the bottom underneath the. Uh, it does. The, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's cool. It's kind of like it's kind of confusing because it says Turtles in Time, but it's showing a picture of Turtles of the first Turtles arcade game on there. But maybe well, maybe you can both. switch. Yeah, it's it just kind of looks like another another rich person's toy that I can't afford. It's what it's what I think of when I see those giant arcade things. It's four hundred dollar thing. Yeah, I think that they're will be fun for pretty, twenty minutes. They're cool. I'm, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that they're out and somebody's getting them and enjoying them. And I, I wouldn't be against getting them. I mean, if I had. you can't get a hold of the Turtles Arcade right now, can you? Didn't they take it off of the? Like, isn't it off of all the off like the shops? Yeah, digital so. software? So, like, this may be the only way to get it currently without bootlegging it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I know that. Like you were saying, Trey, it's like a rich person's toy, but you know, people spend. You go to this, you, you you know, you go to an art gallery and you spend a thousand dollars on a painting you like. I mean, what if you just consider this like that, like a piece of art that's interactive? Then you, then you look at it in that way, it's a bit more of a still a rich person toy. But if you really, really love these games, this could be oh, something just, cool to have in your collection. Yeah. I think I'm just, this is for like the people who you know they were that age when when the game was was out in the arcade and. Now they have some disposable income, um, but they're not like super like fans. Like to me, I, I this would just make me think, you know, I want the full size arcade. Yeah. You know? yeah, you wanted the real um, one, especially being you know having bigger hands and stuff like you do. Right, right, <laughs> and, and then you know just for the, the it would make it would just remind me that I don't have the art the full size arcade. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm leaning against getting getting those things. 
but there I would are never buy who... one of these unless it was like fifty bucks somewhere. Yeah, I was. I wouldn't buy. I don't. Wouldn't buy the new one if I was going to buy one. I want an actual arcade cabinet. I want the real thing. Right. I, I don't want. I don't right. want that. But I mean, for people who don't care, I guess they'd get it. It just seems kind of. I don't know. It almost seems kind of like a casual thing. I mean, it's not me. our. It's not. We're not the demographic. It's not for us. Yeah. I have a coworker who got the Rampage arcade for Christmas. Or no, okay. it was for his. It was for his birthday. And it was like a joint gift, like, you know, different members of his family all threw down together and bought it for him. And he freaking loves it. He's got like a, you know, he's got like a shed where he like hangs out, you know, and like works on, like tinkers around and stuff. And he's got his Rampage Arcade in there and he loves it. And he like, he doesn't really play video games that much, but he plays his Rampage Arcade. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, I mean, that's, that's the, the demographic. Sure. So, and he, I just say I don't know. I think it's cool. As far as all the different ones I've seen, this is the one that I find most impressive. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I posted it too. It's just like, oh, Ninja Turtles arcade, four players. This is pretty cool. Um, that's why I posted it. Too. Yeah, definitely yeah. Nintendo. Well, I mean, they they were on Nintendo systems later. The versions of them were, but it's close enough. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's good for this episode for episode one eighty six. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you want to hear more of us talking, though, uh, especially about a beautiful game series called Tony Hawk, if you donate a dollar to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, you can hear our extra bonus shows, uh, Expansion Pack, where we delve deeper into more retro-style games like the way we used to in our earlier episodes of this show. So check that out. Uh, we're posting it as of right now because it is the 20th anniversary of Tony Hawk. So we go through all of the different, all of the different Tony Hawk games, talk about our favorite levels, songs, characters, etc., and all that. It's definitely worth listening to. So drop us a dollar and you can listen to all of that. So check that out. You can also find us at Nintendo main podcast.com. Uh, you could find me and Jeremy on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain and JMAX stack. I am on twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. If you're listening to this Thursday night, I'll probably still be playing astral chain. So to, so switch over there and watch me get my ass kicked or vice versa, depending. I don't know. I haven't played the game yet, but uh, astral kicked. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's watch me do all those chains on uh, astral chain. And uh, you can also check us out at youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast. And I have another show called drunk Monday where we talk about movies and TV shows and such. We just talked about Legion Season 3 on there. You can listen to that as well. Well, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And uh, tune in next week, and we will talk to you about Astral Chain. Thanks for listening. See you later. See ya.